Hello, everyone. Welcome Hello. to Table Stories Darkfire, starring Tiger Writer's back. Yeah. <laughs> Tiger Writer just schooled Joey, the just his fuck back out of us for the whole thing. Um, do you see that three on the screen? That's his level up. HP. <laughs> yeah, he got sure is. It was Cuts. the minimum. Uh, welcome back, Tiger. And uh, welcome back, everyone, one and all, including John Sandman and Pumpkinberry and Wax Steven and me. <laughs> uh, I love that little corny, like, just the words. Uh, uh, how you doing, peeps? Ty good. Tiger's know, desperately leveling up right now. Thank That's what bro. he's doing. That's why he's yes. got the concentration face on. Yeah. That's why. He just, we we just, I learned something today too, all right? I didn't know about all that spell stuff too. Yeah, because I didn't teach either of you how to play D&D <laughs> when we did Fracture World. Well, I want you to know, chat, if Brad thinks I'm worthless, that's what it comes down to. <laughs> he did say that. I mean, I... Yeah, I mean, does Brad ever <laughs> say anything nice? I didn't say that for the it's record. Um, <laughs> just the only like, time he says anything nice is if you're dying. So yeah. <laughs> you don't want to hear him. It's true. I don't even know if he does that. Look, listen. I don't know. I, I remember was, when somebody certain died in a certain thing. Yeah. I, I remember him specifically saying to me last week, if you died, I wouldn't care. <laughs> <laughs> he did say that. Fuck look at, sake. Look at his face. I don't... <laughs> Are you realizing this, Brad? Did you say that? I don't know. I probably did, yeah. Um, Brad's consistently high on Red Bull. I, I, I say a lot of shit that I don't mean, though. Um, this is who I am. I love it. Uh, Red the Bull. Uh, no, we were talking. They leveled up to level four, and I said that it was my fault that they didn't learn anything in Fractured Worlds because I babied them through the level up process, and they never opened the PHB for two years. But, this, true. but at the start of this campaign, I was like, I'm not doing that. It's up to you to level yourselves up and, and learn it. Everything's written down in words in the PHB. Uh, I'll help you work it out if you want. And uh, John and John and Tiger have just been sat there for the last 10 <laughs> I, minutes. Like, what the puppy, fuck dude. are you and Wax saying? <laughs> Leveling up from three like, to Wack four. and Brad talking about D&D is like the opposite of how I talk about like, the, they're like open uh, to 537 in the manual and you, and you go here and it's right there and it's like, no, yeah, no, no. Read right there. It's line plan. 17, page you 45. Me, you would tell me these are the three spells yeah, you yeah, can take. That's there it. you go. Which one would you like? You could do fireball, you could do ice <laughs> cannon, or you could fly. What What do you want, little guy? It's like a kindergartner. We gotta, like, <laughs> it is. It is. Well, like, I don't I want to do like, Do I don't you want, want the red crayon, <laughs> the blue one, <laughs> or the yellow one? <laughs> But like it's, it's how I feel, dude. It's all in the book. It's all in the book. I know. You just gotta open the book. It's really what it comes down to, John, is that we're just we're illiterate. We're we're illiterate. It's just like I just maybe maybe if we could get Brad to understand that we're just illiterate, maybe he would. That's what I want to get. I just want to be with the chat and you know and do some more. Roll this d20 real quick. How's this episode gonna go? Oh, 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 you ain't talking about that. <laughs> uh, anyway, so um, yeah, I, I, I mean, you guys, you guys are leveled up now. You got it. You got it. You worked it out. You've worked it oh, out. Yeah, okay, yeah, we're fine. You're good. You're good. You're lucky. Yeah. Wax here. Oh, so what you're saying is, is I get eight spells. <laughs> you get, you get forty I get spells. Eight level eight spells. All right, got it. 
I will, it is, I mean, the thing is, if you're playing a spellcaster, it is fucking way more difficult to understand, um, for sure. Totally. But Tiger played a wizard last time. For two years. Yeah, I played so, a wizard the simplest fuck he gets. He gains a level, gets a spell. Gains a level, gets a spell. I just oh, hey, you're you a priest now. There. You get every million spells that's ever been made of ever made, Bill, and all the spells I just, that I ex ever I expected <laughs> you to understand. Listen, you expect too much of me. I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. I'm All right. Wait, can I just ask, before we start, I'm before sorry. we start, Tiger, what did you roll? What are, for just the now? Episode, for the episode, you got to say. Six. That's not bad. We're not going <laughs> to We're not all going to yeah, die. I mean, I did it by hand this time. I wish I could roll everything by hand. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you roll? A three. A three. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's see how well I do. I mean, the thing is, I could roll lower than a three. So let me see how my, see my things will do. On, Dude, yeah. I shit What's you not. Oh, man. I can't move my camera. It's a two. Hang on. Oh! <laughs> two. Let's start. Let's start right now. Oh, that shit's good. You're just oh, barely going to make it through. Just barely will I do. Get popcorn. Get popcorn. Um, this is one of those episodes. I thought you said get popcorn. Get popcorn. <laughs> this is. Uh, this is one of those episodes where I don't want to do the thing where I fuck around and go, ha ha wouldn't it be awful if you died this episode? Because it's pretty, pretty dangerous. I mean, possibility I can die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nineteen is is preparing to to potentially go and have a duel at dawn. Go to war with like one of the biggest gangs in the town. Yeah, no, that should be fine. I love this. I just, I'm ready. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. So let me catch <laughs> you guys up on what uh, what happened last time. Um, yes. Because uh, LT Gray wasn't here, and neither was Nineteen. Pretty much at the beginning of the episode, Nineteen. Uh, well, Drift just finished the uh, tournament. He won the tournament, and they were ushered back into the waiting room. Um, Rin and Iridir joined Drift. Uh, 19 was about to and as he was about to step into the door he was distracted by something and wandered off and that was the last we saw of him um the uh the other three spent some time in the um in the waiting room together a little bemused and confused about what was going on um but they did get a bag of i think in total how much did you earn three grand 3k yeah uh, and i have it all right now in total you guys have a bag with three thousand gold in it which is Amazing, and again, the most I've ever given out in D and D. Um, yeah, but you never expected somebody to win that shit. Oh my god, no, no, I didn't really. No, um, that still blows my fucking mind. <laughs> There's no way you did. I remember like when I beat when I got the first one after that episode, we got off, and you were just like, I'm actually surprised you won that. <laughs> like, it's just, it's uh, just gonna get harder, and I'm like, Oh, I'm done then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't. It, a lot of it went not the way I expected, but that's just D and D. I'm very used to that as a DM. Yeah. Um, and uh, also, I, it, these kinds of things are really fun for me to run because, like, the tournament, <coughs> because I've never really run a one v one like tournament scenario thing. So it was really hard to balance, obviously. And so I, I was like, I don't think he's got any chance whatsoever. And you kind of blitzed it, to be honest. Um, totally. there, I think it was a little touch and go a couple of points, but. Um, I was like, okay, I have no fucking idea how to balance combat. I mean, there so, was there easily a couple moments that if they would have gotten the hit, I would have lost. Like, if they would have yeah. landed a hit, I would have lost. It's, it's just, just really weird to try and balance a 1v1. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I, 
honestly, and I, uh, you should probably all take this with a grain of salt, um, is that I'm really not balancing these combats that well in this campaign. I've just been throwing shit in relatively <laughs> randomly. Um, so... <laughs> the dire wolves? <laughs> Was it the, the dire, dire wolves and shit? Like, there's, there's, you, I've put a lot know. more leeway on either side of like how, how these combats are for the most part in general. That's the way D&D &D should uh, be, though. You shouldn't balance it purely exactly right for the level. You no, and I, I, I have done pretty much forever because I'm always running a Final Fantasy. So it's just like you've just been leveling up with the world, you know, but like really... That's I think it's more fun like this, personally. Um, like knowing you never know what you're going against, how big or or how strong or how you know. Yeah, that's. Fun. I mean, that's why I've been doing it. Again, I play this for myself too. As I'm playing <laughs> yeah. the game as well, and I've been right. DMing it's, for. It's a like few leaving years. the starting zone of like a MMORPG. It's right. Like, yeah. Oh, you gotta I mean, watch. I mean, like, popcorn did you just make? She made a shilla. How did you do made that? Like one of those bags that they fill up at this. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um. It's really cool, actually. You just, it's got like um, it's got lines on the inside. You just fill up the the popcorn, and then you pop it in for a minute, and it's delicious. It's perfect popcorn every time. It's great. What the heck? Yeah, I'll send you. you a link. Microwave it in a plastic. Canadian technology. <laughs> technology. Ology. 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 Um. Oh. So yeah, I uh. So new DMs out there and old DMs alike, even because I've DM'd quite a lot over the last, I think, four years five years maybe is when i started dming and uh, playing and i still don't know how to balance a combat so just don't ever expect to be able to do it i don't think um i mean you probably can really really specifically balance it but i am not going to do that and i don't want to do that because that's Harper, again so it's going to be a great episode this is this this every D, &D campaign for me is like my wow. new thing and i try and do different shit and with this one i've just been kind of throwing some shit around and it, a lot of it is like being pretty fast and loose with like how dangerous shit is um, but we'll see. Uh, anyway, what happened last time? The uh, the the crew um, essentially uh, had a meeting with the king. Oh. Um, they were looking around for nineteen, but he wasn't there, and they were taken away from the Colosseum and, and led into the uh, the main city where the palace is. They were taken into this ridiculous regal architectural wonder of the palace of Rosegard, um, and they had a meeting with the king. It didn't go too well at first because the king looked kind of bored. Um, he looks like he sits there all day, every day, listening to people, and just doesn't really give two fucks about most things that's going on. Um, he alluded to the fact that he wanted to explore and never really got the chance to, and he just sits on this throne all day. So, the meeting ended up being between you and Inquisitor Sath, who showed up the orc that was looking into the murder of Fort Smasher, um, and some of the other mysterious goings-on around town. Uh, he kind of decided as well that Drift was a murderer, because Drift obviously killed um, Walter the Red, and Inquisitor Sath and the wizards were pretty convinced as well, and uh, he said that he was going to put you in jail and uh, you would be freed to take part in the next tournament to keep up appearances, but you were going to lose. Down. Yeah, lose in the next tournament. The king was like, what the fuck, dude? We just got a fucking pigeon that just with a message that said this guy is a fucking hero and saved and helped save a regiment of our fucking army. The... Um, uh, at Drit in the cave with the with the ghost um, and he was like no 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 fuck you because he has a soft spot for adventuring and adventurers and stuff and uh, he let uh, or he sent Inquisitor Sath out although Inquisitor Sath still say, seems to have some suspicions around whether it's 19 because of the evidence um, suggesting that somebody was in heavy armor in the uh, in the, um, uh, the the fight 
with Fort Smasher and his people, it looked like there was um, heavy armor, and that's why they kind of think it might be this uh, Warforged 19. So he left kind of begrudgingly, and uh, you guys were then... Uh, you were promised that you would potentially have a home. He could sort you out with a house, though they didn't say how long <laughs> it would... getting us all. They didn't say how long it would... It would, it would no. do. And they also said that they uh, might be able to find you some horses to travel by, though it's not ideal for 19 to travel by horse because Warforged can't travel on horses are too heavy. Um, we did which ask is, for a moment. Which, is why, <laughs> which is why they fly on wyverns. They asked for a wyvern and they just said I tried, no. 19. I'm just going to say <laughs> I tried. Tried but, to get you a wyvern. It's only for... They say no. Only for their military. <laughs> only for I'm the military? You... I was a part of the military! You're not a part of the military anymore. And... I was, though. Dude, that's like... <laughs> that's, you know that... how veterans get treated, okay? Ah, uh, yeah, I get it. Don't worry, whack. <laughs> truly, truly. Dude, hey, veterans in the chat right that's now. Like, that's, like, that's like being an amnesiac soldier who just goes back to the fucking... the, the commander in general and is like, Hey, can I just take a tank? I just go, I'll take a tank, why not? You, like, yeah, sure, just take the Abrams, bro. Who's the, the fucking thing? keys, bro? Kinda. Yeah. This is nuts. Well, can a Wavering spit a bullet out of a thing and blow up a whole building? is basically a dragon that doesn't spit fire. They're not going to give you... It's just a... It's just a, a, a barely... The, it's like giving a jet. Like, a, Honestly, a like the only difference, yeah. really, is they don't spit fire and they don't have arms. I think that's the only difference between a Wyvern and a dragon. I thought Wyverns have little arms. Or dragons. No, I think they just have legs, and that's that's it, and the wings of their arms. Um, I think, I think, Rex arms. I think that's what the difference. Rex arms. I'm sure that the difference between a wyvern and a dragon is that a dragon has four arms or legs or whatever. There you go. Red is correct. Bam. Coming at you. Also, it's my world, and wyverns can be what the fuck I want. They got 46 legs now. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, I like dragons. Um, so, uh, yeah, then your, your meeting was finished. You left the uh, the thing. Um, you went to um, the, the Ironwell Inn again. Um, you kind of had a few drinks. Rin scurried off upstairs and locked herself into a room and read a load of books, and it was just pure lore um lore, lore. So um some of it kind of like fiction based shit that you're supposed to just kind of be like ambiguous i'm not sure if that's true some of it seemed relatively true um and it gave you an idea there were two books that were left unread and um iridir told a story uh to the people um and his coin i think you got a few coins but it was enough paled in comparison to the three grand he got drunk he got really pissed off with rin because she'd locked the door he went downstairs told even more stories about how much of a piece of shit rin is and everyone <laughs> relieved him and then he fell asleep at the bar drift was uh met by muriel she said come and meet me at midnight but then he got drunk and didn't make it to the meeting and uh <laughs> That's where we left Which them. is so bad because she saved me. She legitimately <laughs> saved me. And that's and where... And I can't even meet her for a meeting. I just get wasted. <laughs> we left them. What an uh, idiot. I'm so dumb. Let's begin. Are you ready to begin? Yes. Mm -hmm. Hey, my heartburn says let's go. Uh, great. Um, I fucking brew a heartburn. I'm really aggr aggravated about it. Let's uh, re... Zantac. Let's rewind. Rewind. Oh. We're going back in time, Marty. This show is sponsored by Tums. <laughs> back in time. This show is brought to you by Tums for heartburn. I, well, it's going to have to be some serious acting because yeah, 19 can't get heartburn. He 
doesn't have a heart. I'd die. I would die. He would die. <laughs> you think um, about it? <laughs> uh, so, 19. We joined you, my child. No. Once again, um, Brat and Blap. Uh, we're going back in time. Why doesn't this work? Hello? Back in time to, uh, to when the uh, fight with Owen of the Snow had been um, completed. Drift had met with the king and you were ushered back into the, uh, the area where Drift was staying. And um, you guys were about to congratulate Drift on his victory. Well, you 19. The rest of them did. You were about to go back into this back room with um, with Drift and the others and uh, congratulate him when uh -oh. a large figure catches your eye leaving the tournament grounds. It's another Warforged. Um, as uh, his eyes kind of scan around, he doesn't see you, you see him. Um, you notice that he's got these eyes and they're white, lit up, kindled. He continues to sport that sort of red of Roseguard. Um, that like the unkindled have um the red paint um but he wears clothing kind of he's got a leather sash around his waist and then furs that go over his shoulders kind of like big bearskin pauldrons um that meet at the back and then he's got all these feathers that are laid in various places across his body um drift isn't going anywhere at this moment but this is your first time seeing another kindled warforge since returning to roseguard so essentially i had you chase after him um with all the crowds leaving, it takes a little while to relocate this Warforged. You've, you've got a lot of people leaving this Coliseum. Think of like the end of a baseball game or something with all these people fucking flooding out and you're kind of behind and you see him leave and then you're like, oh, I'll go after him. You go out into the festival field and everybody's starting to buy things, looking around. Um, you spend a little while looking for this guy and you see him again in the distance towards the bridge. Um, he looks as if he's leaving the festival grounds and you make your way across again moving in and out of people past all of these tents um, people various things trying to sell you wares and things like that but you're kind of pushing through people when you see this uh, this Warforged again um, he's a little easier to make out with uh, with his size being almost exactly the same as yours barring any modifications you've had and he's had um, which for him, isn't very many by the looks of it. Um, and uh, yeah, you see him heading towards the bridge when he suddenly stops and he greets a halfling. Um, and from this distance, you can see that they're kind of friendly, but can't really make anything out. They start heading over the bridge. You're swept along with the crowd and you're led back into Roseguard City as well with this bustle of traders and soldiers and civilians that are returning back to the streets that were empty this morning. You're kind of heading along with them um, and uh, back into the city you go with um, this Warforged in sight, then out of sight, then in sight, then out of sight, then in sight, and you're kind of tracking this guy. I kind of rolled a few things for you to have you, have you track him along, and uh, you pretty much found him every time. So, you track this dude back into the city, um, heading along with this little little halfling guy with, with red hair, um, you barely make out that they duck into an alleyway about 30 feet ahead of you. Um, you would be in the city somewhere in here, just right in the, in the middle of it. Um, right in the middle of the uh, hustle and bustle of the um, 
the eastern northeastern side of the city which is pretty much just houses up here um you're just moving through these little streets there's people and families all heading back to their homes after the tournament um a couple of shops couple of pubs and things like that um but it's just a mishmash of homes of various shapes and sizes for the most part um none of them particularly rich looking um all all little twisty turning roads like kind of like old school london looking thing um and uh yeah you see them just they just they're just casually walking ahead of you you see them you catch them they head down an alleyway uh and that is where we pick up with you what do you want to do <clears throat> uh so if i if i walk into the alleyway with them if i just kind of notice them and i'm just kind of around the corner you're just around the corner i didn't want to make any decisions or anything for you beyond beyond being able to track them i'm going to walk in and just pretty much walk pretty sure. much right up yeah you um you catch up the 30 feet or so you head down that slightly smaller alleyway it's relatively darkened it smells a little like piss um almost instantly you step into the alleyway and the i can't smell so oh you can't okay well a sword at the end of a pole arm is immediately lowered to your chest there's a set of white eyes about 10 feet ahead of you holding onto a glaive um and then a little voice behind you speaks up you hear the creak of a bowstring pulled and a, and a voice sort of from down below you says why are you tracking us there big lad not so easy for your kind to hide you know i have no reason to hide at all if you want the truth i saw Something I haven't seen in a long time. At least not for a while. May I turn around to you? Hmm? Slowly. May I turn around slowly? Yeah, you see this little halfling. Um, he's got a, a short bow pulled with an arrow knocked, and he, he's looking up at you. The thing is just like, it's like an inch away from your side or back. Um, and uh, he's got a flash of, of red hair. Um, he's wearing kind of okay looking leathers um he looks like he's probably a, a ranger of some sort he's got very muddied boots um he's got greens and and browns that that cover his body and then these kind of long um leather armor straps that run along various parts of him seem to be covering all of his vital parts um mm set of gloves and this and this relatively nice looking bow pointed up to you he's got one eye closed as he's kind of aiming this thing up to you but he's holding the string pretty pretty strong mm. i was tracking you because i saw a fellow warforged kindle it looked like not one of the army i have not seen one of them well almost since i've been kindled and to be honest with you it I took interest in that, which is why I was following you. I mean you no harm, nor do I mean this person with the glaive at my back any harm. I come friendly, even if I don't know you, even if you could rob me. I'm mainly here to speak with the Warforged, if I may. And if not, I can be on my way. Give me a persuasion check. Nineteen. <laughs> nineteen. First roll of the year for Tiger. Let's go. <laughs> is a nineteen, of course. Um, the uh, the there's a shift behind you, a, a, a grinding of of metallic plates that you recognize similarly to your own. You hear a voice boom um, from behind you and says, "Leave him be, Genfire. He's one of mine." 
the little um, halfling puts his arrow in his um, quiver and says, Yeah, we're not thieves, you know. Just wanted to know why you're following us. And he scurries around you very quickly and then goes and stands kind of slightly behind the, um, the large uh, warforged in front of you, who says, mm. How long have you been kindled? Mm. At this point, somewhere around between 40 and 70 days. Ah, a baby then. And yourself? Ten years or so, I was one of the first. One of the first? I have many questions for a person like you. As I suppose you do. He mm. reaches out a very large hand and, uh, and kind of opens it, sticking the glaive in onto his back. My name is Heavy. I am 19, and I reach out, and it's not like a regular, it's like a like yeah. the earth just shook because Bum, it's too warm down this alleyway um yeah he grips your grips your arm tests your strength you can feel that there's like a decent amount of strength in him he doesn't seem if like he's testing my strength i'd like to roll okay <laughs> all right uh give me an athletics check if we're doing this you son of a bitch uh he rolls a 16 without his modifier let's just say he wins yeah you yeah. feel you can feel an immense amount of power um he's strong Wow. You guys are, I mean, Warforged have an element of magic to them, which bolsters some elements of them. Some of them are a little more intelligent or a little uh, attuned to magic in some ways, druidic magic, something like that. Um, some are magically bolstered with strength. Um, it's not really a physical thing. You all look exactly the same um, without any changes. So um, that including some sort of his, a twist of the wrist, you know, and a, and a way that he stands, maybe. You can tell that he, he, if he wanted to, he would take the upper hand in some sort of strength-based uh, mm. contest here. And he, he lets you go and uh, turns around um, and says, Come, we have a place. And they Aye. begin to walk out of the alleyway. Every time I say I, everybody gets to yell at me in chat. <laughs> Oh. Too many pirate games. Too many pirate, pirate games. games. Hey, you, you pirate roleplay. You're only a month old. You can have picked that up while you've been in Rosegard. <laughs> you giving it to him. Um, the, uh, so the little halfling takes the lead and uh, heads out of the other end of the alleyway and does a, a quick right. And the Warforge kind of um, follows him. Every now and then he turns around and glances to check that you're with him. But they move... Um, quickly together um, you can see that they're a little they're a little shifty they're kind of checking everybody they're watching people and, and you see them look up and down every alleyway they check up on the roofs and they check down um, down darkened alleyways and they move for a, a few minutes down southwards further into kind of this area where there's all these houses um, and then you're led to a little pub which is known as the Gilded Dog Um and uh, just for the sake of it, I'll write it there. I'll mark it on the map. Uh, and it's a tiny little pub, uh, just a little, little like a local, um, basically, um, with uh, with um, just a small door that you and Heavy will have to have to duck down under. 
Um, most of the light that filters in comes from the open doorway. Um, there are two small windows that don't do a lot, and there are some small candles in the back, but it's very dimly lit in here. Um, there's a, a little unlit hearth um, beside a very small and old-looking bar. There's a lot of old-looking um, run-down tables with small run-down stools that look like they probably won't take your weight, um, but Heavy finds one, sits on it, and it holds him. Um, you see a graying sort of human standing behind the bar, cleaning a, um, a tankard. He, he nods at Heavy and the halfling as they uh, walk in, and um, the uh, the two sit down. There's, there's a couple of people here, like a couple of patrons, um, just a couple of old men that are just sat by themselves. Other than that, it seems like you have the place to yourself. Um, the halfling says, right, well, I suppose you two don't drink, so I'll get three for me and he stands up and heads on over to the uh over to the bar and sits at the bar and holds up three fingers and begins to have a conversation with the man there um seemingly leaving you and heavy alone for a moment um heavy says uh have you been in the city the entire time no i was staying with a man named john who runs the farm to the south i stayed with him for a while and then I was sent out for a bit and ran into three mm, eager folk I've been with since then. We've seen some shit since then, I'll be honest with you. Much more than I thought I would have seen in the short period of time that I've been really here, I think is the best way to put it. The, um, the large form kind of nods a few times and he looks you up and down and says, Already you have changed. Did they do this to you, or you did it yourself? Um, I think a lot of it was myself, but if my demeanor at the moment seems rough, it's because I have a lot of... I think that my friends had expressed it as quite a bit of anger at the moment. I just dealt with a pretty severe situation maybe an hour or two ago before meeting with you. He nods and says, We often find ourselves in trouble. I did, as did many of the others that have been kindled. Often we find these groups. I have my own. You have yours, yes? You are still with them? Mm. They are my friends at this point, yes. That is good. Friends are important. We must learn fast, quicker than most. They will overestimate you, but they won't realize you are but a child. You understand this, yes? I have come to understand that. There is one with me by the name of Rin. I think she appears that I'm stupid, which I can see why. I don't know everything. I've made bad, I've made good choices. Janfire, and he nods to the little halfling that's at the thing. He says, uh, he is a good friend to me. He found me wandering north of here, maybe a month, two months after I was kindled. I ran, fleeing in fear, confusion. I was weary, attacked by creatures, and ready to die. When he found me, and he has been a good friend to me, he did not judge me, though he too overestimated me, thinking me wiser than my years. Our size betrays us. Mm. Now, though, 
I would say that I have three strong friends, and I would guard them with my life. Mm. Good. This is good to hear. You said you've been... I mean, I back up for one minute. You said you've been kindled for ten years. Is that correct? Ten years. Three years after So you're quite smart, you feel. You've been around a while. You've learned a lot, I assume. <laughs> smart is not really what I now would describe go. myself as. Perhaps a little more knowledgeable than some of our kind, yes. But, uh, really, my skills lie in strength and fighting. I... Not much else. Well, <laughs> uh, if only we knew each other better. There is still time. Have you met many of our kind? Come again with that. Have you met many other Warforged? Either you are the first. I've kindled. I've only ever seen one other, and they moved very quick. Blink of an eye, they were gone. Hmm. Then you have never heard of home. Of what? There is a village. He turns left and right, kind of eyes up the old men in the bar. Doesn't really check too much. There is a village south of here on an island known as Velgaro. Many of our kind have settled there. It would be good for you to go there, visit. Hmm. How far? Hmm. You give me a history check. Carda. Oh, is that what it is? What are you saying? No, it's not. Oh. <laughs> like Velcara. Sounded like Encarta to me. Oh no, Velgara, it's down here. Well, that's Velgaro. a blast from the past. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Encarta, yeah, that was a... <laughs> Velgaro is a little island. For the record, uh, the rest of you would for sure know it. Um, even on a nine, you, you're aware of it. You don't know anything about it, but you know where it where is. Where is it on the map, map? Can you ping it again on the map? I'll ping y'all down there. It is down here. Um, Velgaro, it's south of Roseguard. Not too far south. Here's where Roseguard is. Um, a few days travel to Sandfoot, where you can take a boat to Velgaro. There's really not much there. It's uh, pretty much a, a desert area. Um, it's uh, got a couple of places on it. Iguta, which is a port, very, very well known the world over for being a very pirate-based place. Um, it's a imagine wonderful a cheese as well. Very good cheese, and uh, <laughs> uh, it's it's very Nassau-like, kind of classic pirates and and run by like a corrupt government or like a corrupt mayor kind of thing um there's a little village known as quain which is um uh just local people just n people that have been brought up on Velgaro. there's really not much influence it's not really part of roseguard but a lot of people treat it as such um or Thelmesia. it's it's just its own little city-state kind of um separate. close to me during the war, though, um, there was a lot of fighting there um, because a lot of the Alexandrians tried to stay there and make a, a hold there, and they did. And uh, as such, a lot of people kind of dislike Volgaro because 
um, it became a, a pretty decent stronghold for the Alexandrians. Um, and they would constantly raid this southern coast. Um, so in general, you know where it is. Um, this okay. is Iguta. This is Quain. Um, and it's uh, a few days travel and then another couple of days travel by boat to, to get to Iguta. You generally go around into Iguta. So um, it'll take you like a week to get there or so in total. Um, oh. So he, yeah, he, he explains that in general to you. You're speaking about the island south of here, correct? He, uh, he nods his, his considerable um, steel Dumb. head and says, uh, Yes, there is a, a village known as Quain on this island. Just a little south of there is a place that we call home. I never knew about this. I never thought this would be a thing either. How many are there? Truthfully, it is a secret. We do not tell the others. We do not know precisely what their plans for us, whether they can use us again for combat should another war come. Mm. There are around 300 warforged that live there, living a comfortable, calm life. Most take to crafting, art, growing plants, tending to pets, building structures in a pyramid shape. Mm. They need no food, no water. They are not desperate to leave, though some enjoy trading with the pirates. 19 starts making that clicking noise, like, and I want the cat to come up and jump onto my shoulder after he says something about animals. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, animals, you say? I, uh, and I reach up and softly and gently pat its head. I've recently accompanied this little guy. I think he, well, she, picks it up. Is it he or she, Brad? She. Never looked until now. She. She puts it back down. She, I think, may have potentially, I wouldn't say saved my life, but definitely helped me. I never understood how much an animal could be of a help. May I ask you a question? Of course. You said you're strong. Mm. How do you feel about the bond between us as warforged? Where <laughs> does that sit with you? We are as close to family as we will ever find. Our mm. bond can be strengthened with friendship or broken with distrust. But for mm. now, you are as close His to my eyes go as real I can. small as you say distrust. <laughs> like they shrink. Yeah. Mm. I've just learned about this word you speak of. Mm. Mm. Not long ago, as you can see, and he hits himself, hits his chest. I had a set of dwarves in town. I thought I could trust them. I attempted to have them suit me with this new armor you see me wearing. Mm. He kind of brings his wrist up, that thing on his wrist. As he brings it up on his wrist, he grabs his thigh where the sword would pop out. Just in case. For some reason, they wanted this. They wolf, they, they put all of this armor on me. I came back a day later. They fixed my leg because they couldn't. The long story of it is they messed one of them up. And when I woke up, I was having a very genuine conversation with the man, with the dwarf. As I was speaking with him, 
He asked me to join him and his crew. I politely said that I'd be interested, but I first have things I need to take care of. He shows his wrist again. As I said that, he and his entire crew decided that I was no good to them. They turned on me, and all of them attacked me, including him. I fought my way out. My friend Rin showed up, and she fell during the battle. I charged my way through all four of them, stabbed one of them in the gut, and threw them at him, and I challenged him to a fight. Anywhere where sun would come in? The door is open. It's about the only place where there's sunlight. At dawn tomorrow. So tomorrow morning, I get to find out just how much of a cheap shit he is. I've never been... He kind of searches for a word. I've never been betrayed before. And it also hurt. Hmm. That it does. I've known my fair share in time. You challenged him at dawn. Hey. The sun is beginning to set. It's the end of the day. Uh, he looks up at the, the waning light in the doorway, looks back and says, You challenged him to a duel. This untrustworthy one. You might know him by his name. He runs the... What was that What was that place that they ran again? Would they... Would, tell Chuck, what do you call that place? Uh, the Blood Grip Armory. He runs the Blood Grip Armory. Goes by the name of Telcho. Are you familiar with him? Let's find out. Mm, I am not. I am not familiar with Roseguard too much. I travel here sometimes, but for the most part we are based in Sandfoot. I worry. I challenged him, and only him, to a duel after he tried to kill me. But him and his entire crew, as my friend Rin would have said, were very shysty, I think was the word for it. I have this feeling that no matter what I do, I'm going to end up fighting him and all of his friends tomorrow, and not just him. I'll potentially have my friends there with me. I'm sure they'll be there, but if they decide to fight, it's on them. I hope that he decides to, as much as he's untrustworthy, I hope he decides to fight me one-on-one -on -one so I can kill him in front of all of his friends and prove to them that I'm not someone they should be messing with. And not only that, I'm very certain that they've caused harm to someone now. And I wasn't certain of that until they traded on me, until they stabbed me in the back. But I'm very certain that they killed innocent people. The halfling sits next to you on a stool and says well for the right price puts his feet up on the table takes a swig i am sure we'd be happy to help wouldn't we heavy hmm. is that what you are asking you wish to hire us that was not what i was saying but what is your <laughs> price well you're talking about fighting an entire gang or just this one lad what do you need you need you need just bodyguards, right? We could do some bodyguarding. We get we get the kids involved. They wouldn't know they were there. We got two others. How many of you are there? Four. Four? Two little kids. Can't see them. They hiding. They're always hiding. They're probably in here. Hmm. I looked up at the Warforged. You spoke earlier about friendship 
and how important it was. I don't have much gold. But I can offer a lot more than gold. And I also want to be honest. If something happens to me tomorrow, he decides to not fight fair. My friends, they're going to most likely be very upset and put themselves in harm's way. The only thing I really want and what I had planned after I had challenged him was enough people to be there to put all of the other dwarves in their place. That way, if they show up and tell Troll decides not to fight me one-on-one, -on -one, I want to make it so they go, hmm, we can't. He must fight him one-on-one -on because -one, we cannot fight all these people. So you being there, with me barely knowing you, would be a wonderful thing. I haven't much gold, but if you're willing, he looks up at the Warforge, eyes go real big. If you're willing to take the time to trust a fellow, as you would say, close to family as we have, I'd be grateful if you could at least make an appearance. I can give you some gold that I have, because I know that one's going to want it. Because if I've learned anything by being with people that aren't us, they're very interested in gold. The halfling just... That's why we're here, though. That's why... That's the only reason we're here, is for gold. Um, but the, the Warforge nods his head and says... As close to a brother as you can be. But... Is your, I understand. Is your pride worth your life? Is my pride worth my life? Is that what you said? Mm. Can you explain what you mean by that? Well, if you wish to fight this man and he turns on you, kills you outright, without the backup of your friends or us, will it be worth it? Should you fall? I Could won't fall. Falling if I fight him, it will not happen. Mm. The only way it would happen is if I fought it alone. If I have my friends by my side, including a man that just won the tournament named Drift the Cursebreaker, oh, I have full confidence that we could take them all. Mm. But that's not how I want it. Mm. It has nothing to do with being wanting to kill all of them. I only want to kill one of them. And it's not about pride. It's about being betrayed. And it's about somebody having done something like that to multiple people and it being obvious at this point in time. I want you to understand something, fellow Warforged. I've never been betrayed until this very moment. And I've never felt... I've never felt such an anger. Ever. Mm. I'm sure you've had that feeling before. Do you remember the first time? Mm, indeed. I have been angry many times. And you must learn to temper it. This will likely not be the last time. Should you survive your combat, that you will be betrayed, angry. You will slowly bloom with many emotions. And you will learn what each of those emotions can lead to. Should you not temper them, should you follow them blindly. He stands up. 
and bonks you on the head with the bottom of his big gauntleted hand, and it's pretty heavy. Dong. I will be there. Dawn, where? John's farm in the south. Mm. I will stand. I will look intimidating. Should uh, any of these men that are not the one that you describe to be their leader try anything, I will help. The others, I think you will need to give them some gold. That's right. You give me some gold, I'll do almost, almost anything. Almost. What can you do outside of point a bow at my back? I can point it at your face. And then what? Bounce well, it, it off? I, it'll trust me. Like, me and him, we've gone toe-to-toe -to -toe a few times. I've taken him every single time. No, you haven't. Yes, I have. Every single time. Never, <laughs> ever beaten me. With a bow. <laughs> but not with the glaive. Well, not with the glaive. I'm talking about with the bow. He's asking about the bow. I know exactly how to take one of your kind down. Don't try me. May I ask you a question? Warforged and halfling? <clears throat> yeah. I'm grateful for you to be there. Well, go. Use a glaive, I see. I haven't seen one of those since the war. I prefer to be away from my foes. This allows me to stand at a distance from creatures that are large. This one takes jobs out in the wilds way too much for my liking. I still have these, and he hits his, he hits his thighs. I still have both the sword and the shield. I also carry a great sword most of the time, but my great sword currently is sitting inside of Telchel's shop. I had to escape without it. He's lucky I don't have it. The fight would be- You want that, you want that back? You want that back? We can get you that back at the right price. Tell me where it is. Can you get it by dawn? <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'd like to do an insight check on that. Give me the insight check. God, he's so stupid. Oh, I got I forgot. I got my insights way higher now. Yeah, you get 15. He's not sure. He seems confident, but he definitely doesn't know. He's just saying <laughs> yes to try and gain a hmm. client. Well, what about this? I don't worry about the great sword. All right. I can defeat him without it. Just not as fast. Okay. With that being said, do you think you can get your hands on a great sword? Not mine, just a great sword. You want a great, a great sword? You could just go. If you're quick, you can pop out and get one right now. They sell them all up and down the strip. I have twenty-five gold. That is all I have on. Well, actually, hold on, I'm a lion sack of shit. <laughs> I have sixty-four gold, and that's all I have. Gold. Let me look at it because he would know roughly. Uh, yeah, you could, you could probably get a nice a nice thing, maybe not, maybe secondhand, something nice. I don't know how much the great swords cost. I don't know. I don't do any of the purchasing. The children would know. Where are they? I don't know where they are. They're probably here. Like I said, you never know. Either way. What? I will. How much do you want to be there with heavy tomorrow and your two? Well, uh, if it's uh, bodyguarding you want, the usual going rate is uh, 30 gold ahead. That's me, that's Heavy, that's Yalfi, and Baminos. 
That's four. So that's nine, one, twenty, one, twenty 120 gold. Well, I can't give you 30 gold ahead because I don't have it. But I would be willing to give you 30 gold as a whole to be there. All right. To just stand there. That'll buy you heavy. Well done. He does not need to pay for me. I will go of my own volition. Okay. That'll buy you... We can send Bamanos. We'll send Bamanos, right? Who's that? Well, I just don't want to go if we're all going to get... We're all going to get... You said you're going to... They're going to turn on you, no? They're going to... Mm. They're, they're going to fucking... Did you not say that... Heavy... It's a that trap. It's a trap, your right? close friends. You're is that right? Me, is it a trap or is it not a trap? Like... We do not know if it's a trap. At percentage. But by the way they rule, and by the way they show themselves, it could be. Yeah, it's a trap. It's a fucking trap. Come on now, that's a trap. Now, that you've just described. Well, if a it's trap. a trap, do you really want your friend Heavy to go alone? Heavy does what Heavy wants. Look at the fucking size of him. I'm not going to tell him what he can and can't do. Mm. But if it's a trap, and I can send one of the other boys, I'm sending one of the other boys. I'm not sending Yelfi. She's an idiot. <laughs> Heavy I thank you For being willing to be there tomorrow mm. I don't have much gold I have 30 I'm willing to spare for you And whoever wants to come with you mm. If all of your friends want to come with you Because of the spectacle of watching me cut a man's head off I'd love to have you there mm. If you happen to find yourself a great sword I would gladly make sure I can repay you for it I know that soon I need to get to my friends, but heavy. And what was your name, by the way? Uh, Jan Fire. Jan Fire, uh, leader of the Wild Wanderer Adventuring Group, at your service. I reach my hand out and I'm gonna squeeze like I would have squeezed Heavy's hand. Yeah, I mean, you give me an athletics check. Oh my god, don't hurt him. I'll never Eleven. use a bow again. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he is expecting this. I don't, I think, I don't think he, uh, I don't think, he's not rolling an athletics check. He's rolling, uh, an acrobatics check or a sleight of hand to get his hand out of yours before you crush it. And he, you begin to crush and he goes, ah, ah, <sighs> uh, you do what he does. Um, the, uh, the Warforge sort of settles back down. He's been stood up this whole time. Um, he sits back into his seat and says, we will all be there. We will all be there. We will all be there. We will back you up, and it will cost you 30 gold pieces. I... I also want you to know that after this is said and done, I would like it if we could talk again. And I would also like it, because something tells me, Jan Fire, that you and a certain friend of mine named Eero would get along very well. Oh, yeah, really? Mm, too well, actually. Mm. Okay. Well, um, I think that myself and Heavy here need to discuss something because we're going outside of the business contracts that we have arranged. I'm not too sure if we're going to be there in the morning. Of course, he's agreed to something that he can't agree to on behalf of the Wild Wonder Adventuring Group. But <laughs> we'll discuss this for 30 gold pieces. We're going to wander straight into a feckin' trap. We will be there, 19, and in three days we leave for Sandfoot, and if you wish, I will take you to home. 
This is something I would need to discuss with the people I'm with. But we have a lot to do. I will discuss it with them because if I have an option, I will go with you. I think it's smart. And I think it's important for me. Mm. But I also need to make sure that the people that I'm with, what am I saying? People like Hero and Drift are going to be excited to go to a village where there's nothing but me and you, people like us. Drift mm. would just get excited because he's a child. And I'm afraid they are not welcome. Because he makes songs about it for the rest of his life. They are not welcome. No. Oh. You must understand, I am not in charge of home. The eldest of us, the first kindled, does not allow anyone but Warforge to know where home is. Hey. Well, this is a discussion we can continue to have, whether have I live or die tomorrow. Other business, you may attend to it, and we can. We can travel to I... home in the future. Perhaps. Yes. What my plan is for the rest of the night is to meet back where me and my friends are staying. Then I'll be leaving them unless they decide to come with me to go to John's farm tonight. Because I must pre-warn him to what's going on. Mm. He must know. Mm. I want to... I stand up, hawking over the halfling. And I turn and look at the halfling, and I look back at Heavy. And I extend like a like a straight up like a not a handshake, but you know, fucking arm grab. Yeah. And I just just straight go for heavy. Mm. Your help tomorrow would not only be nice, but also developing looks at the halfling. A friendship that I hope maybe we can continue. There aren't many people I've seen ever like me or things that I feel like understand me. This has been a very confusing 40 to 70 days. I've never felt so many, I think they, they call them emotions. It's a lot and it's very overwhelming. I only have one emotion right now though, and that's to kill someone that betrayed me and also tried to kill my friend. I must be on my way. I thank you both. Hmm. We will see you there, at John's farm, at dawn. At dawn. It is. Goodbye, John Fire. All right, bye. I'll see. I hope you do well tomorrow, and I might see you. I hope to see you. Yeah. <laughs> I turn around, and I walk out. Yeah, you hear John Fire begin speaking immediately. He talks a lot, doesn't he? Like, I'm glad I found you and not him. And then, and you, like, head him out. <laughs> Um, the, uh, give me a perception check as you leave. Uh, you know, you look at, you look at roll 20 sheet forever and I still have to like go down the list until I hit perception. Every time. Crit one, seven. Big oof. Um, okay. Um. You'll never know what you would have perceived. It's Okay. We cut to the other group. They're in the Ironwell Inn. Um, Rin is at the uh, in the bedroom, and uh, and Irodir is banging on the door, and uh, Rin is saying, "Hey, I'm not coming out." And Irodir is saying, "Fuck you." And then we cut to downstairs, and um, 
little little drifters dancing on a table and everyone's saying curse breaker curse breaker and then we cut back sorry other players tiger wasn't here last it's, week it's okay. and we're still in the no. past <laughs> drift seems like a slam dancer to me yeah I think that's he's what he's like doing <laughs> He's doing the windmill. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like river dancing on the table. Uh, the lawn, you're doing the lawnmower? The one where you... <laughs> <laughs> Throwing elbows back? surfing with yeah. like three people. Like I just keep getting on the table. And I'm like, oh my gosh, go! Catch me, catch me, catch me! The, um, yeah, so, um, 19, where do you want to go now? Uh, <clears throat> I think that the best place for me to go, because the sun is setting and starting to get dark, is that I had to huff my way to where I would assume the rest of the group would be, which okay. would be, I would assume, the hotel, or the, the inn. That's the right. Hotel. The Holiday Inn. Um, the holiday Inn. To the Holiday Inn. <laughs> I go. So, yeah, you head back. You know the way, generally. You just follow all these main roads. Um, it takes you a little way. You, you, you pass through... The, the city, the Rose Guard Temple, Lathander Temple. Again, the whole place is filling up again with more people um, as they head back over from the Colosseum. The um, general atmosphere is pretty crazy. Like most people are, are, are talking about Drift, the Curse Breaker winning the thing. This guy's come out of nowhere. Like, did he kill him? I thought I saw him kill someone. No, he didn't kill someone. Come on, it's crazy. Those wizards wouldn't let him do that. Yeah, you're right. They wouldn't let him do that. Um, he didn't murder someone in front of the whole city why would he do that that's crazy um as you get to the area where the um the city changes from being kind of peasant town um into hollywood hills uh and all the houses grow a little larger and uh, the shops have a nice um air to them the um, people seem to be wearing a little nicer clothing. Um, you notice that your purse, the area where you keep your 65 gold, is gone. Mm, I assumed. Do you do anything? I pay zero mind to it. I don't give a fuck. Okay. It's gone. He doesn't uh, care that it's gone in the slightest. The only thing I want to do is look around to see if there's anything else missing. Which realistically, the purse is the only thing that would be only thing it would I have mean, is my money. For the most yeah, part, you so. don't really have much. Um, yeah, you uh, you carry on. Um, you make it to the Ironwell Inn. Um, it's pretty late. Uh, it's it's pushing maybe ten um, at night as you're moving through the very slow traffic of um, Roseguard when. Uh, you hear a, a, a woof, a bark. That's on my shoulder still, I want to say that. Cat is on your shoulder. Cat jumps into your armor. Oh, oh. what is that? And there's a no, dog right. behind you, a, a mastiff with very long brown hair. Um, oh. Just looking up at you. Oh, 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 oh. What do you want, little? I want to attempt to pet it. Give me an animal handling check. Like when, <laughs> please don't kill it, Superman. Oh, oh, that's your perception. Come on, son. Oh. It's like when <laughs> Superman goes to an alien planet and tries to like interact with an animal. It's just like, oh, <laughs> oh good boy. You, uh, yeah, you reach down towards the uh, the dog. It doesn't bite you or anything, but it hunkers down and. I pull my hand back a little bit. What's wrong? What is... <laughs> 
Just keeps barking what at you. What is it? Keeps barking Just at you. Get me in the well. Oh. <laughs> he is. Fuck. Well, I got other things to do, though. Can I do a perception check, please? Yes. Give me a perception check. Um, can I also... Never mind, I'm gonna do a perception check first. Fifteen? Fifteen. Um... The, uh... I'm one... at the end, like, outside the end, correct? You're near it. You're pretty close. It's over the... It's over the bridge. Um... You see... Janfire. Approaching you from... The way you came. He looks okay. a little out of breath. <laughs> what is wrong? Were you chasing me this whole time? I have very long legs. You're a halfling. You should have just yelled earlier. Yes, you're right. That's my dog. What is its name? Aperture. I like that name. Ah. My cat. He's a rescue. I didn't name him. No. Look up. They work together, uh, and there's an owl, white, circling around. That's mm. it. That's entity. They come together. They're a piece. They work together with me. Mm. When we're looking for stuff, that's Aperture. That's entity. I'm Jan Fire, and we yeah. are part of the Wild Wonder Adventuring Group. <laughs> yes. Behind you, that's Yalfie. You turn around. I turn around. And there's a, uh, a young lady there, maybe about 16, 17. Um, she's got a big uh, kind of um, headband on around the top of her head. A strange kind of green outfit with this sort of beige little skirt and these big boots on. Um, she's got a little sword at her side. And she's standing there kind of tapping her foot. She doesn't look like she's out of breath. And on your other side, he says, uh, that's, that's Baminos. Are these the two that I didn't meet? The children you spoke of? And there's a, you a, did call them children. There's a 16-year-old looking boy, uh, tiefling, um, standing there, kind of like with his head to one side. Um, he says, uh, Alright, I'm Baminos. Yalfi. Are you the one that stole my money by chance? Yeah, I am, yeah. And he told me now I have to come and give it back. Hmm. Put my hand out. The, uh, the kid puts it in your hand and Janfire says, Listen, if you're going to be joining our little crew, if, you, if our, we're going to be working with you on a, on a thing here, I want you to know something about Heavy. He's, hmm, what's that? He's been through some shit, okay? Not just hmm. with our kind, but your kind too, alright? He doesn't hmm. know where he belongs, and he'd do... Pretty much anything for us, for you, for other people. And uh, I just want you to know if you get him killed, then you'll have to deal with us. All right? Mm -hmm. I respect that in full. As I take the coin purse back, did he hand it to me, by the way? Yeah. I take out five gold and five gold, and I give the kid five gold, and I toss five gold with the girl behind me as well. They, they instantly pocket it. It's barely even seen. And he says... Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, right. Well, we're not the only ones, okay? There's four of us here, but the Wild Wanderer Adventuring Group, but there's there's loads of us, like an army in Sandford, so you don't want to feck with us, okay? You're right, I don't. Right. For multiple reasons. Okay. Listen, I spoke to Heavy. Yes. We're going to help you out. Now, if you need us to come Wait. up with a plan, we'll come up with a plan. If you want to come up with a plan with your crew, 
You come up with a plan with your crew. We'll meet you just outside the city gates at dawn in the south gate, all right? Why don't we make this easy? Come inside with me, the whole lot of you that are here, and meet my crew. We'll talk together as one. But you're going in, you're going to do it, you're going to talk to him now? I plan to wake them if they're sleeping, because I plan to also go to John's farm tonight. I the, must let him know what's going on in his grounds. The, uh, okay. Yeah, the, uh, give me, uh, give me a persuasion check. The kids mm -hmm. behind you, you turn, they're gone. They're gone. Uh, 16 for persuasion. He says, all right, tell you what, I'll come with you. And he, he looks around as well. Yeah, Alfie. Yeah, Alfie, let's just shit. Um, the girl appears from behind him. What? Oh. Go tell Heavy. We're gonna have a little meeting. We're gonna arrange some prices. And we're gonna help this young man work out what we're gonna do tomorrow. Okay? And then you get some sleep. Alright? I don't want to repeat the last time where you show up half-litted. Alright? Are you telling them to leave? What? No, I'm telling you. Are you Alfie telling them to go back? No, no, Bamanos. Bamanos! Because if they come in at the right time, they're probably due to hearing my good friend Eero telling a tale or singing a song. What time is it? Is it just before 10? It's, uh, it's got to be like half 11 right now. Mm. <laughs> they might still be... Mm, would they be drinking? <laughs> oh my god! Either way, I thought the kids might want to see somebody in celebration. It's been a long day for them, just as much as you, I assume. But they're out of, not out of breath, and you seem to be. How old are you, if I may ask? You're about to learn some shit tonight. He said that to, uh, to, Jan, to Janfire. Mm -hmm. He says, uh, me? How old do I look yes. to you? Well, considering I don't really know halflings and what you're about, I only know what I've known the very little, which you might be the only fourth or fifth halfling I've ever met. I'll go ahead and say you look like you might be about the same age as those children. Yeah, you really are young. Uh, I'm 49, so I suppose... 49? Yeah, years young, okay? I got a few left in me, but I'm not a child, all right? I'm I don't think you're a child. I was just, just saying small. you seem like you might be the same That's age. That's all it is. Halflings, we, this is as tall as we grow, okay? Yes, you're half of the size of a human. He's like, I understand. He's like super looking up at you as well, right? Because they're fucking small as shit. He's like a few feet high. Right, okay, I tell you what, bam and with me, Yalfi go tell Heavy what's going on and get some fucking sleep for once, okay? No thieving, no fucking teething. Right, and remember, tomorrow we got business. The, the kids are gone. You just fucking don't know where they are at any point. Um, right, uh, right bam and is here somewhere. And then, yeah, he, he clicks at the dog and the dog runs up next to him. Okay then, introduce me to your crew. Where are they? Hi, well... Follow me. Uh, we have a room here. <laughs> they're either sleeping or they're awake. All right, well, you gotta wake I'm up. I'm not quite sure what it'll be yet, but let me walk in first when I walk into the room. Yeah, you head I into... Think you covered all your bases. They're either sleeping or they're oh, awake. No. <laughs> they're sleeping. I love it. They're sleeping. I love you is... You're gonna oh. like, walk in right as we're... They're raging. Yeah. I, I, I walk in and what do I see, Brad? You walk in. And you see, give me a perception check, actually, because again, it's drunk, aren't they? Fucking busy. It's fucking busy in here. Crit one, seven again. again. By the way, they have to be sevens in a row, right? They have to be in a row. 
Uh, in a row. For the lucky thing? Okay. Uh, what if we call it good if I get one more, you know, nope. seven that's red? I mean... Nope. All sevens in a row. I can't All remember. Why, I can't remember where any of your things are, by the way, and I don't know. I, I've tried to do mine, but it's... oh, I remember. I devastated Whack last week because he actually completed his, but I told him, but I didn't tell him he did because I thought it was persuasion and not deception. And uh, because I found out after the stream, he didn't get it. Sorry. Oh Let's no! Um, so I, so I see nothing. <laughs> you walk in you don't see them no you don't you look around there's no one on the stage there's uh there's no rin um immediately here there's uh there's a load of commotion going off on one side you can just see a drunken bunch of men just kind of all jumping around and shouting shit um there's a few people asleep at the bar with their heads down on the bar but you don't see any of your group <laughs> janfire's uh, like I looking around too Hey, you got some fancy dicks, huh? These are usually the richest people that you get need to a drink in here. I, 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 I. I want to, because what? How much were drinks there? I think if I recall, it was like four silver, right, or something like that. Right? Nowhere near. It's like a few copper. Five, it was something. Yeah. Uh, I want to flip them a couple of copper, and then Jan, here, get yeah. a grab, grab a beer on me. Right. One for the small one, too. I, I flip him another two just in case that one's allowed to drink. Or get yourself two. Yeah, I don't know where um, he is. He's probably here. Don't cut any purses! Wherever he is, I don't know. The fuck he is. I'm going to go to the room we have real quick and see if any of them have resided for the night. If I find one, I can find the rest. Not worth the fucking amount of time that I've spent bringing them up, let me tell you that. Right, I'll go and sit up there next to that sleeping guy, and then you can find your crew, and I'll be up on that one, all right? Nice and high up on that tall stall. Right? Okay. Alright, Pooch, come out. And the dog kind of pads on after him. He sits on a stall next to sleeping Iridir, but you don't know it's Iridir. He orders a drink. <laughs> hey! Mead! Is the dog just like licking the dicks off my face? <laughs> the dog, the dog is like licking your, uh, licking your, your, the bottom of your foot. And it's kind of like in your dream, you're like, because you don't have a boot. You don't know where it is. The boot's gone. The left boot. Um, at the moment, for now, and uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't like it. It's just sit, sit, sit. Can you get me a little bit of like something to ch the dog to chew on? Yeah, a bone. Give me that bone there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He grabs a bone off a plate that's being sent back to the kitchen. He throws it down. The dog just lays down at his feet by the bar and starts to chew it, and he begins to drink. He kind of like like Janfi just looks at Ira. Fucking, uh, I hope he's better than this guy. Yeah, I bet. I hope you. I hope it's not you, hey. All right, <laughs> and uh, he starts drinking his. Uh, starts He's drinking his. He's breaker. He's fantastic. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, nineteen. Where are you going? You going to the room? I want to go just check the room real quick to see if anybody's in there. If not, I'm gonna end up. Well, we'll talk about that afterwards. Yeah, as you're heading up the stairs, um, or heading to the stairs, Rin comes out. Oh, wasn't there a room downstairs? It's. It was yes. one floor up. It's the first oh, okay. floor. Um. The, the Rin comes down. Rin sees Iridir. Uh, Rin sees uh, Drift dancing on a table. Rin, at the end of last week's session, you then see 19 right there. Um, he's on your left as you walk downstairs after reading your books. Okay. And it's then I'm drawing on Eero's face with, but I don't see 19 at all. You see 19. Okay. 19, you see Rin. Okay. Rin? Hello. 
Wait, is she, are you? Is she sitting right now next to sleeping she's hero, walking, and then on the other side of him she, is him? She steps she off the bottom. Him. She steps off the bottom step. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh yeah, she mm -hmm. drew on him. Cringe. She drew on him, and oh, yeah, that was yeah, walking back. She, she's walking back. Yeah. From drawing, drawing on hero. Yeah. Jan Flash. Nice. I was okay. tracking. Okay. Up, then yeah. I went okay. to yeah, yeah, dance on a table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to dancing. I drew. Yeah. And some wibbly wobbly. And some wibbly. A minute. Okay. Two minutes after. And some wibbly. And some wibbly wobbly bullshit. And Rin is right there. There you go. Nineteen. Yes. There you are. I need to speak with you. I need to speak with everybody. Oh, sure. Are Eero and Drift around? Where's Eero, actually? I, need to, I have someone I need to introduce him to. Could you take me to Eero? Oh, you, he might not want to be introduced to anyone right now. But, but okay, let me get him for you. No, no, look, just show me where he's at. I'll follow you. Just, let's go. Oh, he, he's right there, sleeping at the I look, bar. I look over. Right I see Jan. Janfire is just uh, gobsmacked watching this sleeping man who's just been drawn on. Are they like having like a conversation almost? Like he's like no, drunkenly Eros. having a conversation. I feel like half of it's just been like smeared, just, licking. Just asleep, dude. He's just completely asleep on the bar. He rolled really low on a con check, I think, or something. He was, he was <laughs> so fucked, bad. Dude. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, Jan. I mean, Jan's just kind of looking at, at this, this guy. We walk over. I walk over with Ren, and I look at Ren and go. Well, this is Jan. You said Eero was somewhere around here. This is Janfire, Rin, Janfire, Janfire, Rin. Where did you say Eero nice was? I'm not Rin. He's, he's right there. You can see you can see him now. I I know he's like disguised, but I turn <laughs> I turn slow turn to him. Look down. Well, Janfire. This is my sleeping friend Eero you sat next to. This man here. Uh, this man, this man who has drunkenly slept through being drawn on by this woman is your crew. Mm. <laughs> He's the best. Uh, Not quite what I would have expected. And I guess they did have a very good day, though. They did. He did help the curse breaker. Where is Drift, by the way, speaking of you? In that moment, you just see me. Catch me! Catch me! And I just like run like the craziest run off yeah, the bar yeah, 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 and just yeah. like jump. All right, let's Can see if I they catch, catch you. The group. <laughs> the, the, uh, Rin, give me an athletics check. Oh god! <laughs> I throw anything. No. Hey! She catches you like a little baby. <laughs> Uh, ah! hey. oh, oh, oh! 19? Mm -hmm. What's up? Where are you, Ben? How much have they all had to drink, Rin? Uh, uh, a decent amount. Good. We're, you're alive! You're celebrating, it's fantastic. Uh, <laughs> Jan, I'll have I you won. know that this is Drift the Curse Breaker. Hey, no, the, Drift the Curse Breaker, the I watched the whole thing. Nice to meet you there. He's well interested in Jeff. Nice to meet you. The kid, the kid that came in, Bamanos, that you haven't seen since outside, is immediately there as well. As if he's the stepped out. Kid? Yeah, the teetling <laughs> kid. He's just there straight away like, oh my god. Drift. Yes, this is Drift. All right, listen. And he, he's like right up to you and he's like grabbing you and shaking your hand. Oh, it's an honor to meet you. It's an honor to meet it's... you. Do you know what? I think you might be my brand new hero. That was amazing. I've never seen anyone move like that. You swam and you've taken out all these big geezers and all those pompous bastards in armor. And then you took out that fucking thing in the water. And oh my God, you might Wait, be- Wait, I'm, 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 I'm a hero? You're my hero. You're my hero. Wait, this is the crew. This is the crew that we're going to be running with. 
Is there uh, fucking is the fucking drift crew? Oh my god. I can't believe it. This is gonna be the best day ever. Wait, 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 where are we running? We're running? To We're gonna start we, we have something to discuss, Drift. Gang war. We're gonna start a fucking gang war with Curse Breaker. No, we're not going to start a gang war. We're going to be helping this man and guarding him and just standing about. We're not gonna start anything. Don't go yes. stealing. Don't go starting shit. We're gonna start a fucking gang war with Drift the fucking Curse Breaker. Watch your fucking lip, you little shit, okay? Right, first of all, are we really taking Sorry. this man here? Second of all, um, Drift the Curse Breakers in your crew and you didn't mention that. I did mention it, apparently you weren't listening. No, I probably wasn't listening, I was counting, counting the gold that Say, it was cost. Listen, hold on a second, right. can we, so I don't like being out here really talking about this. You really need our help for this, you've got the- Can we guy, go to the room? He's like the greatest fighter that I've ever oh, seen, how did you even pull off that, Drift? I, I don't think we'll all fit into the room 19. You don't think so? No, it's... Maybe it's we should normal. consider going somewhere. Why don't you make him fight for you instead, if you're worried about losing? I'll fight anyone! I'll fight- I fight them all! I'll fight them- who wants some of this? Or like a whole <laughs> gang, that's what they told me. <laughs> I'll fight- I'll take a gang on! I can do it! Well, that's what we're gonna I'm, do. I'm we're a sir whole, now! I'm Ren, you don't think we'll all fit in that room? Whole thing. I don't- I don't think so. Hmm. I mean... We can try, if you'd like. I think it's a good idea, and I want to pick Eero up and put him over my shoulder. Yeah, you can do that. <laughs> you, do, you do it, Eero, would, you don't wake up. You're just completely out of it. <laughs> I, I would like to take him to the room and, and suggest drift, drift. I want to whisper and dress here, drift. <clears throat> it's apparent that these people think highly of you, and I know you've been drinking. Yeah. I just need you... Stay calm with them and bring them to the room. <laughs> Why are you so serious? <laughs> You're so serious. You're being creepy. 19. What? <laughs> I, look so at, I look at Drift <laughs> with the most serious eyes I could ever look at him. Okay. Yeah, let's go to the room. Let's you mean go a lot to me, Drift. Yeah, you mean a lot to me. You're only saying that because you've been drinking. And you shouldn't listen to Rin. Rin is a harlot. I'm walking away with him on my back saying that. Yeah, you got walking you towards the stairs. Janfire Jan gets I up and clicks at the face. dog. I pinch Hero's face really hard. Yeah, I wouldn't wake him up. He's really going to need that long rest. Oh, I don't want, um, yeah, I don't want him to wake up. I don't <laughs> <leave> him <laughs> he needs to actually sleep in order to get rid of the poison effect. <laughs> <laughs> so none of us know that though. doesn't seem it's like great. i'm doing easy going dm but i am uh the uh the kid is is gone every every so often you look back and you can't see him but drift you do every time he's just staring at you like that. <laughs> in the corner of the room and uh janfire clicks at the dog and, and heads up and you guys all head up to to that very cramped room that's where we'll take a break Oh. for today as you guys go and uh, plan some bullshit. Um, I would like to quickly thank our Patreons for supplying some NPCs today. Uh, I <laughs> Which quick, ones? I quickly needed an adventuring group to accompany with Heavy. Um, Heavy was uh, my character that was always here. Um, but Janfire... Uh, the Halfling Ranger and the leader of the Wild Wanderer Adventuring Group. Sorry for the 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 Wild Wanderer thing. It was originally his clan. It's now the the 
adventuring group name uh, was made by Aperture Entity. Thanks, pal. Um, oh, Aperture and Entity. Okay. <laughs> Manos, uh the 16-year-old rogue that is obsessed with Drift after the tournament, was made by Banff Kyle. Thanks, pal. And, Banff! And Yalfi, the 16-year-old rogue, um, uh, who's the girl with the uh, suspiciously copyright-looking outfit on, was made by Solid Stoat. And Tetsuya Nomura, let's be honest. So, <laughs> thanks, Solid Stoat. <laughs> and Tetsuya Nomura. Well, this is cool. Like, these are like, they are in the story, like, heavily. All, all three of them now. are company heavy. They are, they are just another adventuring group um, who are, who you may need and are now, uh, and are now uh, going to join, going to join you. So, let's go to a quick break. Thank you very much for uh, submitting Patreon NPCs for the show. You can do that on our Patreon, by the way. It's patreon.com. Yes. Forward slash table story. Um, yes. And uh, at one of the tiers, you can submit um, NPCs uh, to any of our shows if you like. And we try and squeeze them in where and when we can. Um, appreciate you. I'm really looking forward to how many Jay has to fit in. He has about 20. And I want you to add more, <laughs> if you can. It is so great. Jay has it is so many NPCs so in the great. backlog. If you if you are waiting for ragtags on a Thursday and you've submitted an NPC, Jay has so many, and uh, it's going to be worth the wait. But just keep submitting them because I think it's great. I've got a lot as well, but they're broken up over several shows. Jay's got them all for ragtags. Yeah, I need it. I suddenly needed some NPCs because I like I kind of changed how I was going to approach this with uh, with Heavy and and 19 and his thing because he because of what tiger told me he kind of wanted to do so i was like oh i'll probably give him a group it might be better if he has a little group and i was like fuck i need to make some npcs and i was like oh i'll make all of the gang like a little npc because they all thought their little npcs were going to come in one nah dude chat chat gang chat gang <laughs> love uh, it the adventure this is like this is a fun the adventuring group's fun yeah like, little, little. so uh yeah thanks for really cool. <laughs> i think it's really cool too because like it can really like play out into like more of the story and like more things happening in the city and just beyond and stuff like that i think when brad needs cannon fodder he can just slay them mercilessly oh they're about to die man. they're about to die when we oh. soon like before they even get to the it's room like, this is great i can make a big scene with them so the mp the so the patreons feel great and then just fucking kill him Murder so I don't him. have to deal with him no Murder more. <laughs> it took me six NPCs just to get to something that wasn't ragtags. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so great. Thank you very much for uh, for supporting us. And then uh, hopefully these are uh, good enough NPCs. If they're not, sucks to be you. They're in it like this anyway. <laughs> See you after the break. I don't know what I'm talking about. Can I just go to break? Thank you. Welcome back to Table you Story. Almost <laughs> fucking did it. He does it so much. You do that, I like, hear it. Because I can hear him saying it. I know. Welcome dude. back to. Well, I did it for two years, man. It's so hard not to do it. Do you DM any other shows on, on here on uh, no, during the no, week? No. Okay. Just this one. Uh, I finished uh, Dust Veil, which ran simultaneously with uh, Fractured Worlds for a little bit at the end. There was some crossover, and then uh, and then this. That's it. That's all I do. I'd love to do more, but it would kill me. It would lit literally kill me, I think, if I tried to do more shows. Um, yeah. 
I do one shots and stuff every now and then. It's quite quite fun to do. But no. We'll see. One day. One day I'll be running a show every bloody day. Every bloody day, let me tell you. Michael Kane runs D D Friday. Instead of we've we've cancelled our brand no. new show, <laughs> Halcyon Unbound. It's been no. cancelled. Instead, we're running Michael Kane D D. Where everyone play Michael Kane. I can't even do it today. It's a terrible impression. <laughs> I don't play Michael Caine, even if I want to. Listen, Master Wade, you couldn't do it, even if you tried. Um, <laughs> welcome back to the show, everybody. I don't know what's wrong with me. I swear, I've been super, like, ADD lately. Um, Love yeah, it. My favorite kind of Brad. Wow. That was good shit. I'm going, I'm going, I've been going crazy on my own stream. I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> welcome back to the show everybody uh the gang the group are in the iron well inn um they've all gone up to the bedroom and formulated a plan um haven't you what's the plan <laughs> are we all up there now for sure absolutely everyone is cramped the scene <clears throat> is an a giant fucking eight foot war forged um a, and then a pretty average looking half elf a pretty average looking uh, high elf, a pretty small-looking tiefling. I have a twenty in charisma, motherfucker. I don't understand why that affects your size. <laughs> you got His tongue? spirit size. <laughs> Good average-looking man. Oh, I meant in height and weight. Um, <laughs> and uh, and so uh, Jesus, uh, that inspiration. This is gone. all that I am. As the a inspiration promise okay? is gone. It's gone. The inspiration promise is gone. You've wasted too much time now. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want the first thing I want to do is I want to gently and sweetly lay Eero on the bed. Done. Yeah, he's on the bed, but also everyone else is too, because there's just no room in here. Um, somewhere in here is a 16-year-old boy, but you don't know where he is. I love that. It's so Dude, weird. It's literally like what it says on Wasn't the Wasn't here before, sheet. I swear. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's Brad, not Eero. That was a Brad that was a that was a Brad joke that I didn't make that you made for me and I appreciate that. Um so, so uh, you guys the, the you first guys thing I'd are, like to do, yeah, if it's okay, is after I set him down, I want to look over at Drift and Ren. I have a little bit to tell you both about before we get into anything. And then just for speed's sake, I kind of go through everything that just happened. I go through what happened with the dwarves. I go through to drift and tell them about Rin getting knocked out. I expressed to Rin if she didn't remember that she got knocked out. Oh, I, I remember. That, you know, I took her there. I expressed that I met up, you know, I followed a Warforged, and that's why, you know, he's here. X, Y, Z. I explain all of that. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> and then he starts uh, updating his firmware. <laughs> Hold on, I'm sorry. I got... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, nice anyways, He's now like that you all know what's happening, at dawn I'll be fighting Tolchel. Well, hopefully just Tolchel. But, as Rin suspected, earlier on in the week, these people not only don't fight fair, but probably won't fight fair. I challenged him and only him to a fight at dawn. He said the place would be John's farm. 
So once I'm done with this conversation, I will be leaving to go down south, because I must inform John what's going to be happening on his property. I'm not just going to not tell him. But I'm here with this lad once again, and I'm here because he followed me back, and he's going to be with us tomorrow, along with another Warforged I met by the name of Heavy. They're going to help us to make sure that this stays a fair fight, and that there's no... What would be the word? There's no... Someone help me out here. There's no... Um, and you can like see he's like really trying to find like a word for like silly business. <laughs> like... Um, no fucking around. Yes, that's it. That there's no fucking around. And oh. I just want to make sure, because I want this fight, and I want it to be understood that if I can have it happen, it's just me and Telcho. The only way I want you to step in is if anybody else gets involved. Anybody. 19. Hmm? Has it occurred to you that maybe they might be going to John's farm before dawn? It has, which is another reason I'm leaving tonight. Okay. Wait, so this is all real? Yes. <clears throat> oh man, I I need uh, water, uh, food. I need. I I'm not. I'm not ready for this right now. How much time is Dawn till? Yo, real quick, because we were talking about at the beginning of the episode. I would assume that they're. Never mind. You know what? I'm not gonna ask because Brad's just gonna talk shit to me if I ask. So I'm just gonna move on. I was about to make you food and water, but I think I can't because if I do, I'll probably get yelled at. So anyway, go. <laughs> I, so this is real? This is mm. all happening? It's real. How much time do we have till dawn? Well, we have mm, about seven hours, I would assume. I need to sleep. You do. You're going to need all your strength. Because if they stab us in the back and they try to fight us, we'll be fighting, well, in my opinion, half-assed dwarves that don't understand what they're messing with at this point. Also... How long does it take to get to John's farm? Mm. I would assume it'll probably take me 30, 30 or so minutes to get down there. Maybe we should go down there and then sleep. Sleep on a farm? Yeah, just just because they may come for they may come for John. What if we Why wake would they up come the for John? Oh my god. <laughs> Wake up the cows. They're probably moving along trying to sleep. We don't want to wake them up. That's their place. We got this place. We shouldn't do that. I'm going to make some tea. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> Je- uh, 19. <laughs> You're aware that John has guards. Um, yes. He has uh, a pretty decent sized farm, um, which he mans with a lot of um, urchins and people that need work and tries to get people off the streets that's why he took you in and was just like hey yeah you can work here for a little while and then you went away um he has uh he has guards and people that guard his warehouses and and stock and things like that from thieves and things so um yeah i just thought i just thought yeah you'd you'd have some awareness jan i kind of regurgitate that to them by the way janfire says uh you know that's in the uh in the in the war i wasn't in the war but i know about the war i was there they they used to sneak people in in the back of carts we could all we could all hide in a cart and then if it all goes south we can jump out and feck them up or do you want Mm -hmm. us to actually stand around 
I think that you being out in the open could be the best. I don't disagree with your plan, but I also worry that... I don't know, actually. That's a tough decision. If we all but show all up in force, isn't he going to be... I think we should hide. You think so? I do. Yeah. Undercover. I just stare at Drift. Yes, if you want to share my covers, McKinnon, I wouldn't mind. No. Is no. he really part of your group, this guy? He's not as stupid as he looks right now. It's obvious he's been drinking. What happened with him anyways? What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> as much as a Warforge can smirk, I smirk. <laughs> what did you do, Rin? I didn't do anything. You're lying to me, and I don't even need to roll inside check. <laughs> uh, yes, he's a lot smarter than he looks right now, don't worry. He'll impress you tomorrow, and if he doesn't, you'll probably be best friends. Because we'll see how much you impress me as well. Okay. Well, that being said, do you think you could get a cart that would fit you, your people, and my people? Now, can you get a cart? Uh, there's a voice that comes from, like, one side of the bed as the kid's head appears and just looks over the top of everyone. Yeah, and can get I a cart. Just, like, get a cart quite sorry. easily. Can I make sure he hasn't taken anything of mine, including my books? He's yeah, give me a, me a perception or an investigation check. Hello, puppy. Seventeen. Seventeen. He, in his hand, has one of the books. Oh give my me. god! I hold my hand out. What? Give, give, give that back. Oh, uh, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I wasn't going to nick it. I just was reading it. I don't get many, many books. All right. Maybe you should let him read it. No, it's mine. Maybe and you can read it to him. Taking it's my things. It was a good book. It's about Genie. You ever met Genie? Genie. He's a young boy. What, did, what, did, what, what do you mean about Genie? Who's Genie? Book about Genie. No, but if you take my things again, I'm taking your hand. Fair enough. Oh. I'd be careful, boy. She means that. She's. Jan Fire says, "What I tell you, no thieving. They're, that's what they do. They're thieves. Okay. That's. I can't. I try and stop them. I can't do it. Don't take anything. No money. No books. Don't take. I weren't taking the book." I was reading the book. It's just a book. What's wrong with the book? Was it a magic book? Maybe we should just make this simple then. I'm going to head to John's farm now then. You guys figure out a cart. I can meet you there at dawn. It'll be in the big field. I'm almost certain of it. I would assume you'd want to be there before dawn in the cart waiting. The thing we need to understand is that they don't show up. Well, they'll show up. Do you want, me to, they don't for do some you want me to come with you? I can hide. Would you like to come with me? I would be grateful. Well, I mean, you said it's a trap. I don't know if it's a trap, but it sounds like a trap to me. It sounds like a trap. If you are we all, if he's going over there, what you're just gonna be there first? What's the re why are you going there? John is my friend. We're also going to be fighting on John's property. He deserves, and I respect him enough to let him know prior. We also okay. want to keep it. We're out. We're out. No more. We're not in on this. I'm sorry. What do you mean? He's going to call the fucking military. You're going to go and. No. We're going to start a fucking blood war on your property there, Mr. John. 
Mm. You don't think you really think you'll call the military if he knows me? Wouldn't you? Some fucking kid shows up. Ah, oh, we're gonna just have a massive, great fucking Barney on your fucking lawn. I well, think you should be embarrassed. It's some pretty cowardly behavior in front of Drift. I don't what. Don't have That's happening right now. I didn't say shit. I just <laughs> nineteen just looks and then like just stares. I just stares. Watch the situation. I don't understand. Irish accent, by the way, is Jan Fire. London accent. I know they're not the best. Is the kid? The kid is just gone. <laughs> the kid isn't there. Jan Fire. I assume you'll be there tomorrow, regardless. Well, not the only thing I plan to tell him is telling that the fucking farmer that we're gonna fucking burn down half his fucking property now. No, we're not gonna be burning down any of his property. Oh, we're not? No. John and me know each other very well. That well? He how was... do you know anyone that well? You've been alive for a fucking week. Well, do you know how you found Heavy? Yeah, half dead. Didn't as you know, are to Heavy as John is name. to me. Right, yeah. He didn't know shit. He barely knows anything now. Hmm. Barely do I, but John trusts me, and I trust him. And I also did not set the place. That's another thing I need to bring up. You have to understand that Telcho was the one that said dawn at John's farm. I agreed on the location. John's farm? If we're going to John's farm, we should bring 19. <laughs> Ignore him. Well, then what is your opinion? Do you think we don't tell John? We just show up, and potentially then he calls the military as no. we're fighting, no. and we all yeah. get arrested. Get in. Fighting. You're fighting. Get out. He's not going to call him. Okay, John's not going to call the military, but what you should do is go there now, because I don't think... I don't think the blood grips are just going to show up at the farm for a duel. I think that was a veiled threat for John's life. But why? What makes you think this? Because that's what I would do. But why would they hurt John? He has nothing to do with the situation. To hurt you, 19. He does not know anything about me and John. You didn't tell him about John? No. Then he has no he clue that me and John know each other. How does he know to go to John's farm, then, for a duel? I do not know. He picked a farm, is what I assume. Sounds like But I have never spoke with him I about mean, John. Don't, don't take this the wrong way, 19, but you tell everyone about John. Are I did not sure? tell them about John. It sounds like he knows it's about John. Otherwise, that's not just... I'm gonna be honest, I'm scared to meet John. Why? I, I need to sleep. Maybe you should. Maybe me and you should go. Now look over at the halfling. Oh, you want me to go and fucking show my face? Hey there, John, I'm gonna fucking burn your fucking house down tomorrow. <laughs> Just get a good look at this fucking mug so you know who to fucking report. I'm going to interrupt you and all of you. You're not trusting me. None of you. And I, I know you don't know me. Do like a half hour ago, yeah. I. But these are my friends. If you're going to be there tomorrow, as Heavy's asked and said you all will be, which I hope you decide to, you're going to have to understand that John is someone that I trust and that trusts me. I don't know why he would have chosen it, but it's another reason I'm going there, because what if you're right? What if we go there and at dawn, we don't go down, and then he's got John Ransom? If I go early... He can at least pre-warn his guards. He can at least let people know. Do you have better examples of what we should do in this circumstance? Anybody. And I mean that. 
And I'm not just yelling or raising my voice for no reason. You can. But if you have a better plan, I'd I like to know it. I have a good plan oh. for you. I got one. You ready? You don't, yes. you don't fucking start a fight with the fucking gangs. In a big, strong gang in a city. You could just fucking yes. leave. Just go. A little late for that, isn't it? Just skip town now. Just skip town? There's there nothing at stake. You're just fighting for what? Because he upset you. He also tried to kill my friend here. Yeah. Pl plenty of people going to try and kill you in your life. Mm. And if somebody tried to kill your friend? It depends who it is. If it's a fucking Remember game. earlier when you met me in the alley before we came in here and you said if anything happens to Heavy, I have to deal with you and your entire brigade? Yeah, because you're leading him into a trap. Mm. On a fucking farm. And you're following. Well, I have to follow because he wants to help you. Mm. I'm not happy about it, but I don't you think I really am? need to do it. You asked for a I different thing. killed him in that room when I had the chance. You well, asked for a different done. thing to do. I say I'm just giving you another option. You can just fucking leave town. Just go go back to wherever you fucking all came from before you came here and won a tournament and made everyone know who this fucker's face is. Speaking of which, Drift. Huh? A great sword has been taken. Uh-oh. You don't by chance think that your boys, your best new friends, would have any great swords, do you? <laughs> you want me to go ask? Well, it's a little late now. But in the morning, right. perhaps before dawn. I gotta ask everyone out there if they have a great sword for me. We're just going to go out there and see if any random folk out there have a great sword. Hold on. Can... hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no, Drift, I don't think that's a good idea. Here, the tea is ready. Have oh. And then maybe sleep. Can I roll a perception check to see if I smell the tea? Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Yes, Please can. don't wake up! I hope he wakes up. You smell the tea That's and you wake up. Oh my god! You smell the tea and you wake up. There's for sure some of this fucking super tea here. <clears throat> well, it looks you like know? I've been having some fun tonight. You had a blast. Would you like some tea? Yes, quite. Good evening. Nice Good to evening, meet you. Hero. Can I have some tea? Uh, yeah. Thank you. That's got to be some pretty fucking magic tea. You woke him up from. Wait fucking... a minute. I'm I'm very mad at you. You are. Am I? I don't think so. I just gave you tea. Right. I like tea. <laughs> Enjoy. Hero. Yes? This is my new friend. Or partial friend. This halfling here. You should introduce yourself. What part? All of him. You should introduce yourself to all of him. Nice to meet you. And the name's Jan Fire. I'm going to be Hello? helping you start a feckin' gang war and get us all killed tomorrow morning. Hopefully not too early. Yeah, pretty early. It's about as early as it gets. At dawn, hero. Okay, well, if that's the case, I think we need to get some rest. Uh, it's up to you if you're going to go early or not. What's happening? Go to sleep, little one. We have much to discuss in the morning. Rin can fill you in. I can discuss many things. 
Oh, yes. Then do me a favor, would you? I would like you to repeat the history of Rose Garden. I don't know the history of Rose Garden. Mm, but you said you did the other day. Did I? I mm. can make it up. Yes, I'm good at making things up. You should go to sleep. And I want to softly, kind of like, with his tea in hand, kind of like, like you would like a little kid, like a little puppy, trying to get him to like fall backwards, you know, and they just go, Mwah. I just want to kind of, do do just see if it falls over. Okay. Did I finish my tea? <laughs> it's up to you. Did you finish your tea? If I still have tea left, I'm just... I'm gonna probably not go back to sleep because the D is so important to me. <laughs> um, I'm I'm just really getting. What are you doing? Why are you pushing my chest? What? Don't worry about it, Jan. Would you mind coming with me? Uh, On a walk. I. Uh, just a walk. Okay. Sure. I want to let these people sleep because if this does happen in the morning. Yeah, I don't They're need sleep. To no, I was going to stay up all night, too. All right. Well, nice <laughs> to meet you all. I'll see you in the morning as we go over the Pleasure. fucking top. And get our fucking heads cut off. Okay. Good Good to meet you. Good to meet you. Do you know the Drifter Curse Breaker? I do. And he is possibly the only person I trust to take into a fucking war tomorrow. So that's going to be good that we got you. You should sleep, Drift. Ah! <laughs> All right, rest up, rest up. Baminos, give back everything that you've taken now. Yes, please. And like, there's a good jingle of some coins. Yeah. Oh, you have a spare book, the boy. I'll pay for it. What? Is it my money, Brad? There's just coins being that you hear them being placed on the ground under the bed. Drift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Drift. Yeah. Drift. Stop yelling at me. Drift. What? Remember the owl? <sighs> no. Hey, you don't, 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 don't touch my owl, okay? You have an owl. Points at the window, and there's an owl Did outside staring in. One? Did you buy the same one? No, that's different. That's, that's different. My owl. Same's entity. Okay, rescue owl. I, I didn't name him. No, the man had an owl near the festival. Oh, okay. I Bye. want an owl. Walks out. Do you really want it? I I close the door after everyone's gone. Do you really want the owl? You just hear from beyond the Do door. Do you like... really want the owl? <laughs> just having a oh, yes, I want the owl. You could tell the future. Well, like, do you, did you really want it? How about we talk about the owl tomorrow? After when we buy the owl, we'll talk about the owl. Yes, yeah, that sounds okay. great. After we fight at John's farm, we'll go deal, get an owl. I'm so tired of fighting. I know. <laughs> That's like. <laughs> 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 there's about like... uh, there's about 500 gold coins that are just under the bed. Oh my god! As well, Rin. Okay, good. Uh, okay, Rin, you probably I will, like, collect them. those. Yeah, I'll collect those. And Brett. he stole five hundred from me. He yeah. was about to. They, they, His they're hero. Back. Yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. Klepto, man. He's got to eat, man. He's yeah. Gonna... Yeah. Um, so Brad. Yeah. So. Fuck. After they're done, which I don't want to interrupt them, yeah. but after they're done, when I leave the inn with him, I want to start the conversation as soon as we leave the inn. I'll just 
tuck Eero and drift in, and then I'll go to sleep. Yeah. I mean, Janfire heads back down into yeah. the inn, um, and uh, he's like, oh, okay, so what? Walk with me, would you? Where are you going? And I want to start walking in the direction of John's farm. Okay, I'm going back to where we're staying, but that's kind of in this direction. Oh, good. You've known Heavy for a while, right? I've known him all his life. All his real life. Do you remember the first time he got mad? Do you remember it? The first time he got really angry. I don't just mean mad, but out of control almost. Do you remember yeah, that? I do. What happened? Me and him took a bad job. Job went wrong. Mm. We lost somebody. We had, we used to have a priest that would follow us around. And she was a good friend of ours. She was a little brash sometimes. And we took a bad job. We got in over our heads and we lost her. And then she, we had to leave her behind and she, she came back and he didn't know what was going on and she got into the town that we were staying in and she made things worse and heavy got mad at me and that's probably the first time i've seen him mad and uh i think it'll be the last time i ever want to see him quite that mad he lifts up uh he lifts up his leathers and there's a, a big long scar that runs up his side really gnarly Ooh. looking thing he says uh he blames me not just for our loss but the fact that i didn't tell him anything about the fact that some people can come back and uh they don't come back right mm. and then that when she came back she killed a lot of people in that town and that's on me and he put that on me and he got angry with me it brought us closer in the end but yeah I understand. and that's why i don't like taking shitty jobs that get people killed i understand what you're saying from people that have only been around for a month it's true and i understand your hesitation i do more than i would have even a day ago as you know, I'm still learning just like Heavy was learning. It's very overwhelming. I'd like to tell you how this all started. When we got into the city, we met with another Forge Master. Forge, Forge Smasher. Are you familiar with him by chance? Never heard of him. He was a smith in more of the middle section of the city. While we had come back, I had asked him to make me a few things. I'd asked him to work on a few things for me, and Drift had asked him to make him a statue. He asked me to do him a favor. That favor was that he would make me the armor for free if I could get a lady's name in marriage to him. All I needed to ask this lady was to marry him. I agreed, as you can assume. He said, I will make you this armor for free. 
if you just ask this woman to marry me. And if she says yes, I will do it. If she says no, I will give you a discount. So, what's the harm in it, right? What's the harm in finding this woman and asking her? Am I right? Sure. Easy money. Easy money. Well, your words are about to be said again. Me and my companions traveled to the northern part of town, central northern. We found a, a bar. We were told by these people, random people we met, about this woman potentially being at the bar. This is where I first met Telcho. When I met him, as I'm sure you can understand, I didn't know him. I had no clue who he was. I had no thoughts whether he was bad or good. We sat down and we discussed. As we were discussing, my friend Rin basically pulled me to the side and expressed that she felt uncomfortable and these people seemed terrible, ruthless, pretty much terrible people. I ignored that. I ignored it because I knew no better. I ignored it because I feel like it's smart for me to go with my own intuitions and continue to try to learn on my own accord. As the day progressed, and I sat down there buying Telchol and his friends drinks, I explained what I was on my way to do, because Telchol apparently was to wed also this woman. Who was this sport smasher's apparent something? They didn't like each other, apparently, I've come to find out. While all this was happening, Telcho offered me 200 gold to ask him the question that I was supposed to ask her. Remember when you said easy money? Mm-hmm. Well, I looked at it as a situation. I'm with my friends. We have a long journey ahead of us, which I'd love to tell you about. And he kind of shakes his wrist where that thing's at. That'll probably have to be for another night, considering. I took the gold... And I told him, I said, well, Fort Smasher wants to ask for her hand in marriage, so I'm here to ask for that. Do you think you could pass that along? He said, yes. We continued to drink. They handed me the money. I bought them a few more drinks, and eventually me and my friends went on our way. While we went on our way, we went back here to the inn that's behind us, and we went to sleep. The next day, a lot happened. As I ran into my friend Eero, you met back there, who is a lot more competent than he seems. Him and Drifthead let me know that Fort Smasher and their crew had been murdered. I thought nothing of it. I thought that this doesn't have anything to do with us. It has nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with my group. It's as simple as me asking a question, getting the money we needed, to help us on our way and continuing forth, right? Is that what you would think if you were in the situation? No, that is not what I would think. Yes, I assume that what you think is what I think now. Yeah, that I'd just given the fucking bandit king all the information he needs on his lead competitor. Mm. And then he went and strung him up. Mm. You'd be correct. I tell you this. Not only because I think you deserve to know because you're getting potentially involved in it, but I also want you to understand that as much as I'm angry because he tried to kill my friend Rin, 
And as much as I'm angry that he betrayed me, it has nothing to do with me, Yorin. This has to do with the fact that he killed a very kind and innocent man. Men, not just man. He did it because of me. And I realize that now. I realize that this is on me. I realize the situation would have never happened if I would have just kept my mouth shut. I owe a dead man a debt. And that debt will be Tapsul's head. If you choose to come in the morning, which I hope you do, I must let you know, I'm there for the same reason that you've probably been there for heavy before. A man died because of me, and that realization came to me as I was betrayed, which did not help my anger any. I need to do this. It isn't about being smart. It's not about being stupid. It's about honoring a dead man who didn't deserve to die, especially by the hands of crooks and thieves, and a crook and a thief that I am certain that I can take down if he fights me. I ask you to be there, but only so you can witness it and be there to make sure it stays safe. And if you cannot, I want you to express the heavy, don't come. My friends will be there with me. The great Drift the Curse Breaker will be there with me. And two people outside of those men that I've grown to be able to call my friends, as you call heavy, will be there with me. And if I die, then I get what I deserve for having a man killed out of nothing. Give me a persuasion check. Oof. He listens to your story and he gets to a point where he stops and he says, I'm going this way. Sounds to me that you're learning a few things all at once. But it also sounds to me like you're just going to get your friends hurt, caught up in a maelstrom of shit. And it was all sparked by your own greed. That's what it mm. sounds like to me. And mm. you're trying to drag my friends into your maelstrom of shit that was sparked by this greed of yours. Mm. That's some nice fine upgrades you've got. Is it not? You got a nice bag of 200 gold. I still say leave town. But... There's not much I'm going to be able to do to stop Heavy from helping you out. Mm. He gets in over his head. And I think it might just be a thing that your kind do. Don't know why. Maybe so. But I'm not wrong. And neither are you. Neither of us are wrong. I've made mistakes. I'm apparently in over my head. And you're right. I'm bringing my friends into a position that could get them killed. I'm bringing your friends into a position that could get you killed. If nobody came with me tomorrow, I would still go. They're dead man's hands on my conscience. 
Running now is not the correct thing to do. Mm. Know that. Whether anybody comes with me or not. Well, I suppose we'll have to see in the morning. I suppose you're right. But know this. If you get one of your friends killed, it's going to be a lot heavier on your conscience than a stranger who was already caught up in something. That's the way I see it. You bring up a good point. I don't disregard it. And I haven't made a final decision, but I've made a pretty solid decision that I must do this. I still must talk to John. Mm. He will have the final decision. He nods to next to you, and the boy is there, looking <laughs> up at you. He says, Where's my cat? Wherever you want. It's never far away. Not his hands, is it? Little shit's hands? No. Okay. He uh, he looks up at you, and then looks to Janfar, and he says, "Do you want him to go with you? He doesn't sleep. He doesn't the boy? ever get seen, ever." You want to come with me, boy? Uh, well, by the sounds of it, we're all gonna die tomorrow anyway. <laughs> okay, stick with him, and we'll see you in the morning i suppose bamanos if anything changes you let him know and then he'll come and find us good night 19. good night and uh he heads away his head down uh he heads west because i assume you're heading kind of south on this I'm map. Heading to John's farm. <clears throat> the uh you turn back around the kid is gone mm -hmm. and head down to john's farm correct Oh, finally! <laughs> Not like in the sense of the today's episode, just I've always, I'm so curious. Yeah. I guess I'm not there, It's though. like Disneyland. It's There's just stuff and fairies and things the Magical John's land of farm. John's farm. Fireworks. Fairies that, like, live outside by the... Yeah. <laughs> uh, you head... Singing a song. We love the John's farm. John's farm. John's farm. Towards John's farm. Uh, Tiger, roll me a D20. Ooh, 20? Man, that was yeah. Three. For the first time. It starts to rain. Um, oh God! You uh, you head um, through the city south. You generally know your way to John's farm because you've been there before. So I make you roll mm -hmm. anything for that. Um, you head towards the south gate, uh, which is over here, um, and it takes you a little while. Nighttime is a little easier to move around the city because of the uh, lack of people who are asleep. Um, and you head out of this out of this gate. There's a couple of guards that kind of uh, eye you up as you leave, but they don't approach you or say anything. Um, the gates remain open. It's not wartime. Um, and uh, you he head out along this kind of dirt road. And there's a pretty wide dirt path. Um, it's almost... 
exactly the same as when you were coming into the city. There was an expanse of um, slums kind of outside of the walls. As you head outside the walls, you notice that there are a lot of little tents and shacks and little put together kind of um, houses, like upturned carts and things that people are just sleeping under. Um, there's like a slum that spreads out of the walls, particularly on the left as you walk out of the gates over here and a, and a forest that spreads all the way out as far as the eye can see pretty much to the south uh, east and um, you can walk along the uh, road and it's a it's a little walk um, south even though it's not on this map there is a little path that you can head um, past this tower that takes you up to what is essentially John's farm John's farm is huge it's enormous there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of stuff um, here and walking along it you see um, uh, a couple of farmhands um, they're just tending to the last bits um, they're just doing little things moving about but for the most part it's very empty you know that by day this is super fucking busy all the fucking time um, just a, a various people working various fields for the most part John's farm, if memory serves, does <clears throat> a little bit of everything. Grain, animals, um, uh, so there are silos, there are, there are great big wheat fields and things like that that you pass. Um, and you head towards the central area. So John has a little, a little kind of mini village of his own um, at the center of his farm. It's like a, it's like a set of maybe 10 houses um where a couple of people live there's there's john um who lives by himself in the center and uh and uh, a group of various um people that work on the farm uh, there's a couple of families that have just lived and worked with john for so long that they've settled out here um as you approach the area that you know to be john's house um, the largest of the houses, not so huge, it's relatively modest, um, sits out in the center of all of these fields, um, outlooks the thing, there's a porch that you can step up to, uh, you knocking on the door? Um, question before I knock on the door, because I'd lived there for a while, is there anything I would know that would be a way to get John's attention without knocking on the door that wouldn't like disturb the rest of the family. Yeah, there's probably a bunch of people in here. Um, not only do a lot of these sort of kids that work on the farm with him and all the urchins that he takes in work here and, and live here, um, but there's a couple of people. You know that he doesn't really have any actual family, um, but uh, yeah, there'd be a lot of people in here. You could... I just wonder if there'd be like a way to get his attention without bothering everybody to be in there. Because, you know, like, they knew each other for a while. I mean, not a while, but long enough, you know, like, he took him in, so there might be a way, maybe, that, you know, maybe John had a way for us to get a hold of him without having to bother everybody else in the house he was in. Just kind of thought, thought process. I feel like he probably doesn't, um, but you probably know which room is his if you wanted to attempt to wake him. It's late enough now that he'd probably be sleeping, right? Looking inside, you don't see any light. I'm gonna go to his window. Hmm. And I'm gonna tap subtly. 
You're going to tap? I think tapping would be the best choice because my big ass will break the window if I knock. I already know that. You'll be like, roll an athletics check. <laughs> well, shatter the window. his room is on the first floor, so you're going to have to climb up the side of the house anyway. There is a little thing, though, that you could stand on. I'm just going to knock on the door. The front door? Yep. Yeah. Dum, dum, dum. No response. Going to knock again? Dum, dum, dum. No response. Hmm. Knocks one more time before he decides what to do. You're knocking really hard? Um, Harder than last time, but not that much harder. Bum, bum, bum. The, uh, the kid is next to you. And he says, mm -hmm. uh, it shouldn't someone wake up? You would assume as much. I can climb up and have a look in a window. Would you do that? Yeah, yeah, easy. Uh, and he skitters off around the side of the building. Uh, a moment passes. Another moment passes. You hear some footfalls next to you. And the, uh, the kid says... Weirdest thing. Hmm. Window's already broken. Hmm. Is it? Is that normal? No. Did you see anybody in there? No. I didn't go in. Could you see anything? You want me to go in? How quiet are you? No one's ever seen me before. Can you check the house? Yeah. Everton, don't steal these things, please. All right, I won't gonna. He runs off around the side. You hear a couple of footfalls and then the rustle of something and then. Maybe a minute passes. Then there's a. As a latch opens and the door opens up in front of you. And in front of you, Bemenos, the kid, he looks a little pale. His eyes are quite wide. He, uh... uh I, uh... I don't think you're uh, gonna like this, but... What do you mean I'm not going to like this? Well, he opens the door wide. You can see in a little bit. Not much light, just by the moonlight. The immediate area is a kind of open room with some stairs that lead up to the upper layers there's three bodies each one face down in a pool of their own blood uh, two kids, maybe 15 uh, an older looking woman couple of daggers the uh, kid says uh climbed in through the window up there there was a couple of people in the bed and they i don't think i 
What happened? Aside, child. Like, I know we were sort of talking about a turf war, Second, but... child. I walk in and I go straight to where John's room would be. Yeah, you head into... Up the stairs. Turn right. First door. Open the door. A decent-sized bed. Um, a room. There's uh, a little dresser on one side that had all of John's wife's things in. Um, you know she's not been around for a while. Um... There's a smashed window. The body of John is laying on the bed. He's an older kind of guy, like 64 was his exact age. He he, He's wearing just some long johns and a crap tunic. There's a knife in the center of his chest and a little note pinned to the side of the, the dagger. Nineteen reaches down and picks up John's body. Comes outside into the rain and takes the note off before he goes into the rain. Reads the note as he gets out to the front door with John's body still in his arms. What's the note say? The note says... <laughs> I lost the part of the thing. The note says, You can never win. All it says. Mm. <clears throat> he takes the note where the cat kind of sleeps and he rolls it up. And he puts it in his little area where the cat's at. And he walks to a tree where he met John for the very first time when John took him on. Looks for the boy. Is the boy anywhere around? Uh, yeah, he's kind of just following you around. He's not hiding or doing anything dumb. He's just very pale looking. His eyes are wide. Boy? Yeah? You need to stay with a nice distance from me. But follow me, if you would. Grab that torch right there, too, and light it, would you? Uh, yeah. He grabs it. He's a little shell-shocked, but he lights it and holds it up and walks out with you. I'm going to walk. There's a huge weeping willow tree where I had one of my first conversations with John. I'm going to walk there with John's body, and then when I get there, I'm going to place him propped up right against the tree. And then behind that tree is that field, pretty good-sized field, I would assume. Hmm. A field that I would assume we're going to fight in. I plop John up while the rain's coming down on both of us. And I prop him up so he's looking at the field. And I sit down beside his body. I would say about 10 minutes goes by with no words. And then... You start stalking. I'm not quite sure how you got involved in this.
You had such a nice farm, John. You always did. A lot of people are going to be upset tomorrow. A lot of people are going to be very upset. Pulls out the note. I can't win. I can't win. He's right. I can't win. But we can. We can win. It was just meant to be Teltzel tomorrow. That's not a chance anymore. I'm going to kill every last one of those dwarves. They're all dead. And if the crew... Boy! The crew you had is as good as you say and everybody says they are. You're going to go need to tell them to be prepared. All of them. And be ready to fight. What? If they plan to fight. I don't... I don't know about this. Hmm. Neither do I. Kind of looks at John's body again. Looks back at the note. Looks at the kid. I need you to go back and tell them what you've seen here. And on your way out, will you do me one last favor before you head back since you don't really sleep? Yeah. You saw the gods, correct? Yeah. As you walked in? Those are gods for John's farm. Oh. Right. You want me to tell him? No. Not yet. I'll do that. Don't let them see you. Oh, Well, they'll yeah. blame you for this. Right. No one sees me anyway. Mm. Leave me now, boy. He... I need a moment of peace with this man. Turns around and runs off into the darkness in the rain in ahead of you though there are several other houses uh and a light comes on in one of them a figure kind of appears at the window and starts like looking out you can see a shadowy figure kind of draw a drape and look out into the darkness over towards where you are by this tree I'm sorry. I'm sorry I ever got you involved in this. And I'm not even quite sure how. Looks up at the light for a minute, across the way, looks back down at the paper, shoves the paper back in his chest. Stands up, leans on the tree. First time you'd ever see a Warford start fucking bawling like a baby. Yeah, another light comes on in that other house. Uh, it's not too far away. Um, it's far enough that you you judge they don't see anything very clearly in this darkness over towards John's, but you can see some lights coming on, some people moving around. They've just changed the game, John. 
I never thought I'd ever have to see you like this. And your family? The only one you ever knew? Them as well? He starts getting louder. It's very obvious now that he's out there, probably. Another light comes on in one of the other buildings. I'm not going to let you die in vain. Not to these cutthroats. And neither will any of your people. And I know that. I know it because I was one of them. And all of you that are sleeping should wake. Because your only family and your only father has been murdered by an evil man. And we mourn him tonight until dawn. I want to look and see if there's anybody that would be walking over. Yeah, I think like the door opens and you see two figures, like a couple of young men, um, just in like their sleeping clothes, one with like a sword in his hand. Oi, who goes there? Come, Who's please, there? and please hurry. You see uh, a couple people run out. There's a woman that runs out as well, and they run across the field towards you. As soon as they get near you, the woman screams. The boys kind of bring their swords down to you. Oi! You don't have to bring your swords to me. I did not do this, but I know who did. Who are you? My name is 19, and I remember you. No, you're you very small. You ain't 19. I am. You look completely different. I'm 19. Yeah, prove it. I want to rip the jaw piece off of my jaw that was forged on. You that can allow do breath? that. I'll allow it. I rip it off and I throw it to the ground and I look at both of them. It is me. Well, well, John did say he never saw one with amber eyes before. Yeah. So, what happened? Where are they? Where's the guards? Get the fucking guards. You should get John's guards. It's true. You see, like, one of them runs off. Another light comes on in one of the other things. The woman's crying behind you. Oh. I need you to rally everybody from John's farm now, if you could. I can explain exactly what happened. He looks like he's been stabbed. Mm. By a man named Telcho Blood Grip. Fucking Blood Grips? The mm. fuck the Blood Grips want with us? I'll explain everything to you. <sighs> Alright. I'll go and get everyone up. He heads towards the house that... Don't John's from. go in the house. I will go in there and I will retrieve the rest. The rest? He puts his head down. What the fuck happened? Get everyone. I'm going to get the rest from the house. And you? Get a shovel. I have holes to dig before I sleep. Everyone sets to their business. 19 heads back in towards the house. That's where we end our session today.
real bummer. But unfortunately, you are dealing with some of the worst fucking people in this town. And you have your chance to have some own back next week if they show up. No if it goes show. to plan. There's no way. There's no way. Mm -mm. Well, you better hope he shows up. <laughs> I think he was literally just threatening you about John and he, yeah, he's laughing back wherever he is. Also, I'm 90% sure you you told him about John. I'm like 99% sure. Oh, yeah. I, know, I don't think, I'm pretty sure I never brought it up to him. I don't um, think. I'm pretty you sure did. you did. I remember when they were forging you, you were like, let me tell you about, yeah, I, I remember that. Yeah. I think there's a lot they know about you. Yeah. Uh, Either way. Fuck! Fuck! Doesn't matter now. That's yeah. so... Shit. All my, like, I was like a kid, like, getting ready for Disneyland, excited to go see John's farm, and like... Not excited character-wise, but me as a outside of it was very excited to see it all. And now it's just shit. Yeah. Fuck. Well. I, I feel badly too, because had I not been knocked out, I feel like, I feel like Rin would have been immediately understood what, what, what had happened and then went to go to John's farm. But the, uh, yeah, the gangs in this town are fucking evil and the consequences of all this shit are now showing themselves unfortunately for 19 who doesn't understand everything and waded yeah. into something yeah. uh with uh, good intentions or you know without the foresight to work out who these people were and like uh, it's just crazy where it's where it's gone yeah. like what it started as a simple little money cash grab like a, hey, fucking into this little, into losing his little pebble in the water favorite person his like his everything yeah. his father really i mean i went <sighs> around the houses whether i was like ah would they do this and i was like they fucking so yeah, would there's yeah. no fucking way these bastards wouldn't be like oh yeah let's just fucking this is what they do uh it's what they did to what's his name this is what they do uh yeah. this is what this gang is so anyway God. that brings us to the uh end of this session not all sparkles and happy fun time fucking uh, fucking No, this town is fucking poison and uh, the longer you stay here the worse that poison fucking stings dude um, Unfortunately, anyway, we will continue next week f even more reason to uh, gain justice for John even more bodies, souls on 19's conscious, conscience. How will it affect 19? Find out next time. Yep. Next Tuesday. Thanks for watching. Let's do a round of shout outs. Let's start with the man of the three hours. 19, Mr. Tiger Rider. Hell yeah. The very 19 episode. I think we were all expecting it. Uh, welcome back. <laughs> Unfortunately. 
Uh, yeah. I feel like you were secretly pulling at my real life emotions, Brad. No, it wasn't. This happened. Many, <laughs> this, this happened many weeks ago. Not in a bad way, by any means. I know. Uh, this happened many weeks ago when you told this dude. It's who, pretty crazy. Who John? Par John was. It's pretty nice. Like this dude has just been writing down every fucking thing about you and the moment you were like no nah, i'm not joining you he was like fuck it i'm taking that fucking metal thing off his wrist if he uh, this is he's just gonna fucking fuck this dude over he went and killed the fucking goliath this is what they do uh anyway Welcome people i'm tiger you. rider i play 19 thanks for watching because that episode <laughs> had a lot of me talking and not a lot of the other people talking which i don't actually frankly like i like it when we all get to so Thanks, everybody, for putting up with me for a lot of this episode. And thanks, Brad, for uh, uh, for for doing it. And thanks, everybody, for watching this because I was not here last Tuesday. And I appreciate everybody coming out to be with us as a community and as Table Story and to watch our show. And if you like who I am, not just as a role player, but like as an entertainer and as someone that uh, hopefully has give you some good emotions, even if they were sad today, uh, I stream full-time Wednesday through Sunday at about 3 p.m. PST at twitch.tv forward slash Tiger Rider. Uh, my name is also Andrew, and it's a pleasure to have all of you guys watching. If you like it, uh, just come out and hang out with us again next week. Appreciate oh, yeah. it. Uh, PB. Oh, okay. Are you there? Oh, sorry, I wasn't even looking at the screen. Yes, I am. I'm sorry. I had a, I have a cat. PB and the cat. Hello. Hi, I'm Pumpkinberry. This is Atlas. You can find us at twitch.tv slash sell out jesus yeah. wow and, and atlas twitter at the same handle and looks I like he runs way better than the game yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good that was good but yeah i also hang out here friday oh wait is that being streamed whack before i shout it out yeah zero okay yeah friday episode <laughs> zero of a new show which i am in you should you should be there, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Cool. That's it. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Pumpkinberry. That was that was cool. That was cool. Pumpkinberry. That was cool, Pumpkinberry. Um, John Sandman. Hey, what's up? I'm John. That was great. And the opposite of what Tiger said, uh, I enjoy episodes that are just one person or two people just diving into their character and role play. And I just, I want more of that. Like, I mean, I like it too. I just, yeah. You know. When it happened, I know when it's on you, it's like nerve. I mean, when I was doing the uh, tournaments, it was like, God, it's just me and Eero. Just like, <laughs> it was amazing. But it's amazing. still like, I think we all like this show enough as like a fan as well, just to yeah. watch. I'm yeah. cool. Like, I'm cool with just sitting like there. Like, I made a bucket of popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> I never, I never planned for it to be like one person, but sometimes it just goes that way. Sometimes I, it I is. I actually, man. I thought like, I thought this was gonna come after the the fucking jewel. I thought you'd do the jewel and then go in, you know? And yeah. Then you'd all be there and you'd all be doing it as a thing, uh, which was the original thing. Um, okay. Yeah. Sorry. I Can I ask you. one thing for my uh, for my shout out portion? Yeah. Brad, the numbers, the number you, when he rolled one through 20, was that how many people were dead? Um, his, uh, his D20. Yeah. Um, the town family, he hits that 20. No, 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 no. That was, okay. uh, that was for whether he, uh, got there in time to, oh, see, cool. to see them, to see one leaving. 
my god! I'm so glad yeah. I asked that. Thanks guys for a, watching. I love was, you very much. It was sort of a random encounter roll. Is what it was. Um, oh. Should we be glad that he... I mean, we should be glad that he didn't, but also, oh my god. That's too much information. I'm very glad that I didn't, because that wouldn't have went well uh, for me. Because <laughs> uh, he would have went right after him. Yeah, no, it, it would have been a. It, basically, there was the, there was a potential for a, a, like a premature duel, essentially. Oh my god. Oh my god. Um, and that was essentially what it was. Uh, but it wasn't just him. It would have been. It would have been way worse probably to find them, because you didn't have much backup. You had the kid. Um, which oh, was, that poor kid. Which was why I was like, "Do you want the kid to go with you?" Because <laughs> I'm like, if he fucking rolls the fucking twenty and shows up mid act, and they're all there. Uh, I was like, oh man, he's fucking at least need the... In my head, and this is the DM part of my brain, I'm like, he needs the kid to run back to town and magically get them all there as fast as... and just hold off for everyone to show up. I was like, I don't know, he's fucking... He's, he's probably dead as well. That was my uh, approach. So I didn't expect it to go this way. I don't know why... I don't know why I didn't expect you to go to John's... Go and tell John first, because it just... It seems inane, because... John probably would call the military, because he wouldn't want people fighting on his fucking thing with all these kids around and shit which was what i was thinking originally anyway that was my original plan for the thing but whatever didn't happen that way you took your time welcome to dnd baby welcome to yeah. dnd too many fucking plates spinning uh yep. as a as a dm sometimes um last but not least wax steven with um, a, a wonderful announcement even though we announced it last week but just to get make sure you go and a reminder a reminder <laughs> um hey everybody i'm wax steven normally the dm or gm of doom thank you for watching with us tonight um it's much appreciated thank you so much for hanging out with us chat and and uh all the, the wonderful support you give us thank you for the fan art thank you for all the wonderful oh, things the messages etc thank you so much much love to you thank you um and uh if you guys want to see some of the stuff i do i on this channel all the time i do so many friggin things it's crazy um i'm going to next be here on this channel for uh the premiere of halcyon unbound this friday we're gonna be doing episode zero of a new masks show um and uh it's 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 gonna be a whole new kind of setting and, and uh, experience it's gonna be a different very different feel i think from uh identity crisis um so if you want to come join a new show and start from the beginning and um participate and, and make sure that uh you know you you can become involved then do that because we'll probably be taking suggestions from chat and stuff all through the episode oh, me especially i have some ideas but i want chat input yeah so make sure that you're there uh this friday 7 p.m eastern 